Hello, this is Grace Hayes, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from various locations. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude You Thought I Was. Uh, this is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Kulo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and track suit poppy. And welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a while. It's been a, it's been a little bit, you know, it's been, what, a couple weeks since we had uh, uh, Megers and Natalie on. You had to talk about the pre-election. Mm-hmm. Now it's post. Yeah, it's like we were waiting to exhale. Now we <laughs> get ready for the civil, the civil War Part D. Yeah. <laughs> how uh, how was your week or couple of weeks, Sean? It's been a wild, crazy few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we were talking about, you know, at my school last last Sunday afternoon found out my school was going distance learning for a couple of days. One of my seven coworkers tested positive for COVID. And then uh, like Tuesday night, found out someone else might have been exposed as well. So then we were for the rest of the week. Also on Sunday, like Samantha, my girlfriend had been feeling sick all weekend, like kind of like not feeling good all weekend. And then found out one of her kids, siblings had tested positive. So we were about to go get tested. And then she found out on the way to like urgent care that her kid that had tested negative. So the doctor was like, it's probably just allergies, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, and then found out today that both of us are distance learning next week, along with all sorts of other schools. So the fucking <laughs> worthless school board is still doing a great job with uh, you know, helping us out. Um, then uh, my parents are moving back this weekend from from New York. From so, Strong like, Island out there? Strong Island? Yeah. So it's always crazy moving across the country for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just dealing with all this post-election, watching all these fuckboys out here uh taking this l very 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 saltily and that's why they're fuck boys because uh, they don't know how to take an l you know yeah we're, we'll talk more about that later but uh how's your week how's it been for you season uh it's been okay a little bit of overtime at work and then not overtime and over more overtime coming it's like a little they're a little wishy-washy and getting a little salty about that because i'm a busy individual so i need to know ahead of time to you know i like to make that money though but and that's like 15 hours extra at work, right? Exactly. So it's like I'm working from like 8 to 8 now, you know, like next week. But, you know, like, you know, I work for the man. They don't give bonuses or anything like that. So you, the only way you make extra money is, you know, doing that overtime jazz. So but other than that, just going crazy at home because, you know, I feel like I'm on house arrest half the time. Uh, I don't go out unless I do an errand or something like that. Just, you know, doing it's about to get worse. Yeah. Doing my due diligence and like staying home, only going out for necessities. Um, I'll go out on a walk on the weekends for like an hour or two just by myself. 
shoot some photos and things like that. But other than that, I'm going to have to start doing the home gym again because it's a little mental toll out here. But other than that, uh, the lady's doing great. The baby's doing awesome. And uh, I am annoying both of them. So it's, work, it's working out. <laughs> As it should be. Exactly. Well, uh, this week we have a couple of returning guests mm-hmm. here to just uh, help us unpack and make sense <laughs> of what is happening in the world right now. Yes. We, we, we didn't want to tackle this on our own. So we've got Sea Salt Brad and Mike back with us again. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yes. Yeah, thanks for being. So uh, to get started off, you know, in this one that's going to be full of discussion, the first question we have this week is which fast food restaurant is the best? Ooh. Is it my go? Whoever. Jump right I'm in. A- I'm going Qdoba. You get that free guac, <laughs> spicy queso. It has to have a drive-through to be fast food. Oh man! All right, <laughs> it has to have. Okay. All right. Somebody else go then. Let me think about this for a quick second. It depends. Like In and Out is always exactly what you expect, and it's cheap, so that's really good. But I love Carl's Jr. But it's 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 hit or miss. You either sometimes the onion rings are cooked all the way or they're not, <laughs> you know, the quality control is not there, but yeah. I love, you know, when, I when mustard bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. When, when Carlos Jr. is at its best, it can't be beat, Yeah, but it's, it's rarely at its best. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the Chris Crutt fries are never crispy enough. Never. No, yeah. They're always flimsy. Yeah. It, it's because no, nobody gets them and you're in the drive through and you know, they press the button and it says it's going to take three minutes and 20 seconds, but they pull that shit out in two minutes and 30 seconds just to get you out of the line. <laughs> uh, very true. Yeah. I, and Carl's, yeah, Carl's Jr.'s French fries suck or else I would say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, McDonald's might win just because I, I like their French fries. Like their French fries are so fucking good. No, the lady and I were talking about this actually today. And I'm like, McDonald's has the best fries and also the best Coca-Cola because they use the right ratio of sugar and the syrup water and their water is reverse osmosis. So it's really pristine water. And, but I was like, I'm thinking about you know, doing a little tour later and see like, get the best fries, get the best burger out of a fast food, you know, and you know, maybe the best dessert. And then obviously McDonald's with the best Coca-Cola. So I'm going to get, I'm going to try a little science experiment later. I'm going to throw a curveball here. Wendy's is low key. Really good. Yeah, when See, I think that's my least favorite. But that's the yeah, same thing with Carl's Jr. Sandwiches are super good too. But that's the same thing. When it's good, it's good. But when it's usually not, like that's the thing too. Yeah, the the chicken's really good at at Wendy's. I don't like the burgers. I hate them. Yeah, and I don't no. think it's just because they're square. I think they just don't taste good. <laughs> they're just really greasy. They're really greasy. They're greasy. Awesome. Is, they are a little greasy. Yeah. But the chicken is prime time. Yeah, the t- spicy chicken, you can't be beat. No. And then when you roll in there, you're like, I'm only going to get a four-piece spicy nugget. And then you always end up getting the 10-piece. <laughs> the spicy nuggets at Wendy's. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> See, we, we should do a little, you know, a yeah, concoction. To, yeah, we'll yeah. have to go and do a little a taste, a test. A little, yeah. little scientific, you know, I'm down for it. I'll tell you where I never go, though. I never go to Del Taco. No. Nope. I never go to Taco Bell. No. Nope. Uh, I never go to uh, Chick-fil-A. Nope them um i never go if you go to long john silver stop listening (laughs) (laughs) is is that even open so they got some open they got some open my kids yeah drive by it on the way to work Uh, yeah 
Yeah, it's across from my Carl's Jr. that I go to. On Vassar, <laughs> yeah. On Vassar yeah, yeah. and Kitsky right there, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Del Taco. Breakfast. Why do you like Del Taco? The, the French fries are so good, and I love the tacos. <laughs> but we're in a, we're in a we're in a Del Taco desert here. If you decide to go to a Del Taco, you got to go up to the McCarran, like up on the north side, or you got to go all the way over to uh, to like uh, Marianne. And- it's so far away. Mm-hmm. But I love Del Taco. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. And, I, and Arby's sucks too. I never I haven't gone to Arby's in like thirteen years. Arby's is the sandwich you can make at your own house. They just use like <laughs> they just use like regular deli meat. I love I'd Arby's too. Go to Bell Taco or Taco Bell. Like, <laughs> I'd rather go to Jim Boys or Super Burrito. Jim Boys, Jim Boys, oh, Jim Boys, hands down the best worst taco ever. Yeah, but <laughs> hangover I've eating, taco. I, I've been eating Jim Boys, and I'm sure you guys have been too. But in California, I ate that shit when I was like in third grade, and mm. I loved Jim Boys, but just with Del Taco being so difficult to go back to go get. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to break out and just head the over there. Gym boys, I passed like three gym boys on the way to the Del Taco. Jim <laughs> boys has those good uh, French fries, though. Yeah. I've never had gym boys French fries. You should. They have, the, they have like the super crispy wedge fry, mm-hmm. potato fry. All right, I'll give it a shot. I feel like if there, was a, if there was a fast food restaurant that just sold French fries, all three of you guys would, that's <laughs> the only place you guys would eat. That's well, a that's a food that's truck idea. Food truck. I basically go to fast food restaurants for the French fries. Oh, okay. Well, then how about this for French fries? Burger me. I don't think I've had their. No, fries. I had burger garlic me. fries, sweet potato fries, shoestring fries, steak fries. I've only been there once. Yeah, I, I went there away. once back in like 2011, <laughs> and the the burger was so bad I never went back. <laughs> it's so far away from me. Yeah. Well, ass. Yeah. Anything else from fast food that stands out that you guys think deserves a shout out? No. No, I think they're all doing their best. They're doing <laughs> doing Burger heroes King work. Too, actually, I never go to Burger King either. either. No, I got food poison from Burger King back in nineteen. I don't know. In in like two thousand. No, nineteen ninety nine. And I, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't smelled a Whopper since. No, the the, the lady and I go sometimes. Burger King, like the hamburger's good. The only thing I, I will fuck with there is the chicken sandwich. The long? Yeah. The long bastard? <laughs> I get it without mayo, with add cheese, no mayo, and then mm. you put extra barbecue sauce and you put it on there. It, a... It's weird getting a sandwich that only comes with lettuce. <laughs> like, why no tomatoes? I don't understand. That's, That's true. It is weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, lettuce and mayo. But again, I haven't had one of those in eight years. So, mm. you know, whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I like I like Brad's idea. Like my favorite is like Kido, uh, not Kidoba, but Chipotle because I have Mexican food at the house, so I eat white Mexican when I leave my house, and yeah. Chipo- Chipotle is my jam. Yeah, those tortillas, the steam cooked tortillas are, are really good. <laughs> and they nickel and dime you for everything. It doesn't matter when you online order, money isn't a thing. <laughs> yes. Brad, I reached Again. a point in my life where the, the, the add-ons at Qdoba and don't Chipotle mean shit. By carrying fucking threshold, I just yeah. I don't know, man. Three dollars for guac is a little over the top. I don't care how much. You put that guac on there. Put the fucking the uh, veggies, the fajita veggies on there. The I want queso. Every- 
Like, yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, yeah. it's extra for queso. You're like, does it look like I give a fuck? Like, give me, yeah. give me extra <laughs> queso. Asking me. I wish, I wish there was like a thing where like, it would just be like, don't ask me if it's, if, if that's okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Just give me everything I fucking ask for and treat me like an adult. Yes. America in 2020, and I fucking fucking read the fucking board in front of my face. Yeah. And when you when you order online, you you find out all sorts of shit that you didn't know you could get. You could get an extra tortilla wrapped around that bitch uh, at, at Kidoba. So there's. I, I haven't I haven't done it yet. Do mm-hmm. they like reverse wrap it? How do they do it? So there's there there's actually a, a thing online if you look it up where you could get the most bang for your buck at Chipotle. And what it is, it's like you you get a bowl and then ask for a tortilla. On two the tortillas. Yeah, two tor- you can ask for two tortillas on the side and get everything in there and things like that. There's like a thing on the internet where you That's can That's almost get... enough for two whole burritos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the point. You can get two for one. Fucking... Look, if I was in college, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm 38 years old. <laughs> I make enough money where like the difference between $8 and eleven fifty isn't that big a fucking <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag privilege. Yeah. <laughs> and Qdoba, there, there's nobody better at the COVID shit. You order it and it's sitting on a shelf. You don't have to talk to nobody. It's just sitting there and it has like Mike in big bold fucking letters and you grab it and just walk right back out. You're in and out in like eight seconds. Yeah. I did that at Chipotle recently. I walked up there and they like they had like a separate station for all the to-go orders and they're just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, they like, just point you there and they're just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think I want a burrito now. Yeah, I know. Always want a burrito. <laughs> Kathy, go get me a go go get me fucking Chipotle now. As Mike, as Mike, I had speedy burrito on Wednesday for lunch. Speedy burrito got the good pupusas there for fast food. They got the good everything there. Mm-hmm. The California burrito. I had there. the California burrito for the first time ever from there. How good? How good was? It's so much better than every place else. Yeah, it's fucking good. Back to French fries. Back to French fries. (laughs) But I got the apples. Yeah, because you know what's god awful at at Speedy Burrito? They're carne asada fries. They put nacho cheese on that shit. It is so fucking terrible. I love nacho cheese on everything. Give me that fucking fake fake cheese. El Pescado has really good carne asada Mm -hmm. fries. It's real carne, and they use it's real nacho cheese. It's not like the fucking from a Bacon can because it's like dark and you can see the spices in it like back in the, like back in 87 11 when they had that shit yeah. that's just because they never clean out the crock pot they just keep <laughs> adding more adding more cheese they just never turn it off and it's the same chunks from 1987 yeah yeah they just you gotta scrape it a couple times and you're it's like a go. walk the longer it's there the more seasoning yeah exactly <laughs> but their, their food is good all over they get they have like a Samantha likes this uh, South American food. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like a, 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 a relative of the potato, but like healthier. Plantain? And, uh, no, it's no. it's uh it's oh it's on the tip of my tongue because they put it yeah. in they put it in pupusas too. Um, uh, Yucca. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, uh, they have, they have like a bunch of South. She likes South American food, mm. and they have a bunch of South American. It's their all their shit is really good. Uh, El Pascado, try yeah. that. Try that. The, you know, we've been the yuca. You know, we try to eat out a couple times a week and go to the local restaurants, mm-hmm. and we're trying all all of them. You know. Yeah, that's what I miss about El Salvador not being there because they had the pupusas with the yuca in there. I'm like, I need six of them. 
Bam. Oh, every time, every time we went out dr- day drinking, when I used to live over there by El, El Salvador, yeah. it was so hard not to just order some pupusas to pick, walk over there and pick up on my way home drunk. And plus, yeah. they're one of the only places in Midtown that are open that were open on Sundays. Right. That's right. I got. I got. That was the only. I got that place on Sundays because it was the fucking only thing. Because that's had, that's what... there too. And they had really good tortas. And I, that place is right mm-hmm. up my alley. No, that's what I was get pissed when I used to live in Midtown. I was like, everything is fucking closed on Sunday. You know, like, this is the day when we Five need the food. Five years later, none of that has changed, Caesar. All the new restaurants are closed on Sunday. No, that's why. If I, <laughs> if I had a food truck, I would just be open one day a week. And it would just be in Midtown on Sundays from 6 a.m. when everyone's, like, getting up wasted till, like, 12 o'clock at night. Well, you just serve french fries. Just french fries, Brad. We got this. Let's do this. Salutes to Ian and Robin and Carly because Nam Eats used to be down across from El Adobe every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the crepe lady, uh, during the summertime, she would be over at uh, Loving Cup. Or Public all- House, yeah. This was in the before times. In the before times. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's move on and get to the discussion. I don't know. Food sounds fantastic. How's everyone feeling post-election? After fucking Donald J. Trump took that fucking L. It's like a stress reliever. My lady. Yeah, it's going to be nice to wake up and not have to worry uh, about what scandal's hitting, what, what is tweets crazy are. shit got said last night. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we can go back to living our lives and not having to see someone's face every single day in the news. We can go back to spending a month on the news worrying about a missing plane. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's Biden's not my first choice, far from it. Yeah. But just having him gone makes me so happy. Just like you're saying, it's just a relief. You don't have to think about it, and it, it's just it's just good that we can get back to the normal times when when pol- politics is is relatively boring and it shouldn't fire you up this much. And it's firing up my grandma, my <laughs> fucking parents, me everybody and we just shouldn't be this fired up over something that really doesn't affect our life that much maybe the rest of the world will respect us again <laughs> yeah, yeah we can get back not. to just chilling <laughs> like I, I i it's like if you've ever had a fucking horrible boss it's like when you have a terrible boss who is terrible at that job but like you're there regardless and you do your job well but you just know that that person ain't shit and they shouldn't have that job and it makes you lose faith and everyone above them that hired them and allowed them to get that job. And then that person finally fucking transfers or gets fired or leaves. And you're like, okay, like at least that I don't have, to, I can fucking try and do what I'm trying to do without having to worry about that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like this country's fucked up enough that we have enough shit to fix. I don't need to also worry that he's like inciting fucking white supremacists to openly fucking you know, attack people or like getting into fucking pissing matches with foreign powers who have unstable leaders just like him. You know, like we forget, like we were talking about World War Three three years. Like I sat in, <laughs> I sat in like a room full of older, wiser people than I, arguing against why I thought he wouldn't start a nuclear war because all of them were like, "No, this idiot's gonna get us in fucking World War Three. <laughs> it came pretty. I mean, it did come pretty close. But like people were worried about it legitimately. It's not like the usual cries were like, oh, we're escalating or we fucking, you know, Obama was, 
you know, droning fucking foreign countries left and right. Like, it's just you know, exponentially worse. And now I'm worried that, you know, as we go back to normal, we're going to forget, like, we're going to let this other shit slide that we were starting to focus on just because we're so fucking, the, the, the bar's been pushed so far to the right. But who knows? He might still incite World War Three because because he, he's a former president now. He still gets like top secret information every day. And people are worried that he's going to blab this information out to people. Well, he's also talking about starting a media company to compete with Fox News. Yeah, Caesar, you're right, but you're wrong. That fucking guy doesn't read anything. <laughs> and and, and he's, it's virtually required to read it right now. You think yeah. he's going to read it? After he's out of office, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. It's a security threat. You know, you see, you see, you see what I'm putting down. Yeah, all right. He's not. I mean, okay, he's not going to read it. He'll just fax it over to somebody. He he might he might forward it to the wrong person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. We all know Don Junior's like wiping coke off that fucking memo. Oh God. (laughs) Oh, I bet you he gets really good cocaine, dude. I guarantee, I guarantee he does. Straight from his, his Colombian brothers, you know. Oh my god, yeah. That, yeah. I, I know we should check to see who the Colombian ambassador is. If it's like it's like a fraternity brother from Wharton or wherever the fuck. He wherever went. they went to, yeah. He's just like yeah, <laughs> diplomatic immunity. Just suitcases getting flown up daily. Just cause, oh man, <laughs> to 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 be his assistant. Yeah, that's. God. Dude, he stopped being president before he lost the election. All he's worried about now is protecting those fucking loyal to him and trying to prevent get like him going to fucking jail after he's out. And he has mm-hmm. been with that tax law like that he put in on the sly, you know, like he's he's doing everything at the last minute to and like those last uh, Supreme Court people, too. He's doing everything he can right now and golfing. Yeah. 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 I mean, he doesn't. He hasn't fucking said anything. His public, like, he's not taking meetings. He ain't doing shit, but yeah. sitting there fucking crying to, to himself, trying to, like, make sure he's, like, scheme his way into fucking not going bankrupt and now that he's not president. Yeah, and back to what Brad said, he's 100% doing doing uh, a media, something or other. Who knows if it's just online social media, if he's going to start channels, but 100%, he's definitely doing that because it's it's organic at this point. The supporters aren't happy with Fox News because they called Arizona, which I don't know why. All, I don't know why that matters. From but. now on, anyone who still supports Trump is a cultist. We're going to refer. That's what this is at this point. Yeah, religion. So yeah, he's going to start his own network like he's the fucking Pac-12. Yeah, and he needs to make that money, and he and he can like four hundred million sounded like a lot, and it was, this he's never going to be able to dig his way out of this with with the shitty real estate mind he has, but he can dig his way out with media stuff. He definitely can. He definitely will. It'll be one book a year media. Like, I don't know when Hannity's contract up, but Hannity Dobbs will head over there. Tucker Carlson, maybe heads over there. And then the rest of the primetime lineup is, is Ivanka and Jared and fucking Corey Lewandowski. And people were just going to eat that shit up. And it is what it is. I don't know if some of those guys would lose their job security to go over there. <laughs> I mean, this guy seems pretty unstable. I don't know that anything is rules. <laughs> yeah. That one big check, you know, to get him over. If, yeah. anything, if you've learned anything, none of these people have any fucking morals or anything. Yeah. And you'll have these these weird fucking people. You have like Glenn, Glenn Greenwald 
working over there for some weird reason. I have no idea to lend like, lend like some credibility to the network. But you, you say, Brad, that you you don't want to work for him because he's so unstable and he'd be shitty. He, he doesn't run any of this stuff. He's just simply a name and a picture on a wall. That's it. That's all he needs to be. And he tweets. Other people run it. Uh, and most of the time, the people that are running it aren't don't actually work for him. It's all just licensing deals. Like Trump Tower is actually owned by him, but the vast majority of the other shit, it's not. It's, he just shows up, does media appearances. So it doesn't really matter what he does or doesn't do. What's What's been the craziest thing you guys have seen since the election? <laughs> I think the craziest thing to me is that all these... Uh... These Republican senators and congressmen are still backing him, regardless of the fact that, I mean, it's it's over now at this point. It, there's He's lost 12, 12 of his lawsuits already. Like, it's completely over, and they're still backing him. And I'm sure it has a lot to do with that Georgia runoff. But, I mean, we can't let these guys off the hook when they come back to to go for president or go for any other positions. We need to remind everyone that they stood behind this guy to undermine our elections at every opportunity they have. Yeah, just like when you just framed it, it's not too terribly crazy when Trump or Trump Jr. are going to be the kingmakers. So this is why Pompeo is is sucking that dick and everybody else, because they want to be the nominee in 2024 or maybe be Trump's VP pick in 2024. Uh, So the, the crazy stuff is just the the complete disconnect between to me the craziest thing is the complete disconnect between what the talking heads on tv are saying when they're saying there's massive voter fraud but then you read the transcripts from the court hearings in these various states and the lawyers because they can't lie to a judge they don't want to be disbarred the judge asks them very direct questions is there any fraud is there any um is there any uh like malicious acts in these types of things and they say no and so his lawyers aren't backing his bullshit because it's actually in a court of law uh you can say whatever the fuck you want to on twitter with jack putting his little pussy thing underneath it but um (laughs) it's the complete disconnect between the two and how the court what's actually happening in the court isn't landing in people's minds so it, it makes me have like it makes me have some mercy on people who think that there's massive election fraud because they're just being lied to. It's just not, it's not, and it's hard to go out there and read, go outside your bubble and read what's actually happening in the courts. So that's the craziest thing is how effective that media bubble is to uh, lying to people. And no. then they buy yeah. it. <clears throat> I saw a story where one of his uh, lawyers in Pennsylvania, the judge straight up asked him, are you alleging that there is voter fraud? And he said, no. Because they know, like, if they actually do say this and it's frivolous, that they can be disbarred and they can be, you know, kicked out of these associations and not be able to practice law because they know it's all fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that just, it, that, it, yeah, that's not crazy to me. The craziest thing, though, was the four mm-hmm. seasons fucking landscape. That was, that was a good <laughs> one. That was the best. No, like, the wildest I, thing. Like, I sent that to Mike. Like, yeah. is this real? <laughs> is this an Onion article that's been mis, mis-fucking printed and not said, like... And like I still that would be that seems like a parody of yeah. how this campaign would have ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I still don't know if they I think from what I've read, they genuinely picked that place. Which I don't know fucking why you would genuinely <laughs> pick that place. 
but they genuinely picked that place. It wasn't, it wasn't a, I ran my finger down the yellow pages and stopped at the first four seasons. And this was alphabetically above four seasons resort, you know? Um, but they picked that place and yeah, it was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> Johnny is no. just fucking terrible. What's what, what was really wild to me is like people literally standing outside of polling offices, telling people to stop counting votes and it's just like that is like one of our civil rights but then people get just people say putting on it like having the the government say to put on a mask is against their civil rights and those are the same people saying stop counting people's votes they're saying to stop counting votes in places like arizona where the only thing that could have saved him in arizona was to continue to count votes Mm -hmm. like they didn't even it just it just wild people don't know what their their rights are at all you know well, like, what this has really shown is that white people are fucking super fucking stupid. <laughs> Sorry yeah, to very, very gull- very gullible. Yeah, Sorry very to generalize, but like, oh, like, like the funniest video I think, besides the Proud Boy one, we'll talk about later, was uh the the women in Arizona who were praying yes. at the fucking voting center where they were counting the like the election the votes. Prank. I didn't see uh, this one. Interview. I didn't see it either. Yeah, no, they were At, asking like Jesus to change the votes from like, Biden Jesus, to Trump. They're like Jesus, Almighty Lord, <laughs> come down here and deliver Trump a victory from these devils. But like on their fucking knees, like praying. like a cult, like a cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a fucking cult. <sighs> First, there is no God, and second, if there was, <laughs> Trump wouldn't be on on his list at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. No, but it's just so funny. It's just like, it just blows my mind how stupid people can be. But at the same time, that's what the government has been doing for years. You know, like their plan, their plan plan is is working well. Yes. Like, it just, here's how you know shit's going, they, they fucked up. Even fucking the Koch brothers came out today being like, oh shit, like, all this shit we've supported has is too much. And I, I wanted, I wanted to. When I read that, I almost punched my phone because I was so angry at him. I had to stop myself from punching my fucking phone across the room. Oh man, he's just cocked. He's new. He talked about how he he wasn't going to support Trump in the in the reelection. He's just bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just bullshit. It's just dollars, dollars for that fucking guy. Didn't one of them die? No. Damn, I thought one of them died. I thought one of the Koch brothers died. It was in it. Maybe. Oh, like right, I'm looking the, that up. The older one. Maybe. I thought there was there three. There, the third one died. Because uh, in in this show on Hulu, I can't remember what it's called. He's in. It's like where you go to heaven and you get uploaded. He's in heaven. He's like the 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 neighbor <laughs> to one of the guys. It's like it doesn't say his name, but it's heavily implied that he's the one of the Coke brothers. Oh shit! And yeah, nice David guy. Coke died. The one you're thinking about with the big ass face. He he died in August of last year. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's all right. But uh, <laughs> but you think you think you think Trump's gonna run again in four years? Yep. I, if, if I had if I could bet. All the money I have on it, I would have done so yesterday. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. So it's gonna be. So we got a little bit of a, 
uh, a little downtime before he comes back hard body karate. No, no he'll be constantly out there. He's campaigning tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just fundraising. All the fundraising to to the stop the steal fucking shit. All that actually, if you read the fine print, I doubt any stupid fucking Republicans are listening to this. But all goes to his super PAC for fucking re-election. Like, Unless um, it's over $8,000, right? Yeah, exactly. Over 8000 some of it goes to the Legal Defense Fund. The rest <laughs> of it goes to the PAC and I think the RNC. But he's he's definitely running. The, the, so that's that, that question is over with. But the real question is, so is there going to be a primary? Who's going to run against him? Is like Nobody. little Marco really going to do another no. debate with him? Is... Mike Pompeo really going to do another debate with him? So, wasn't he polling at like ninety three percent amongst Republicans? Yeah, 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 yeah. No one's running against him. He's going to run yeah. uncontested. Only if and it, long, like John Kasich might run against him as being like the nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> him and fucking yeah. All right. So the Mitt only, Romney. <laughs> the only calculation is which way can he make more money? So he'll look back over these four years and say, okay, I made two hundred million bucks. But if his media empire is making more money then there'll be that calculation and then it'll just be a kingmaker. Then he'll just run as an independent knowing he'll lose, <laughs> but then make all the money and everything and get his cultists to, to still fucking follow him. Okay. Uh-huh. So next question. The, the most here, before you go on Caesar, the, the most profitable thing for him is to be able to run continuously the rest of his life, but lose. Ooh, that's, that sounds like a, that's that's money making moves, right? There. But I just don't know that his ego can handle losing. Here, constantly. We're playing chess over here. But no, no. My next question is, how can we fool some other people like that to support up in the mix? That's the next question. Do it. Mike and I talked about this years ago. All that has to happen is I need to shave my head, become a born again Christian, oh, buy, a yeah. fucking, buy a bunch of fucking guns, have a come to Jesus <laughs> moment, and talk about how I fucking hate the Democratic Party yeah. and they're, they're enslaving my people, and become a Republican and yeah. see. You and I will be on Fox News within fucking a year. I guess. Did you just describe yeah. Kanye West? <laughs> no, he he just described he just described Diamond and Silk. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Yeah, you just you always need more Uncle Toms. You always need more. I'm trying, I'm more trying to get this bullshit. paper out here. You know, I got a kid. Put to yeah. college. You and I, you and I should just become a right wing fucking podcast where you make fun of liberals <laughs> yep. and talk about how, how they're full of shit and how we used to fucking drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Everyone will eat us up. And you, you can, you'll can you be the fucking token Hispanic dude and I'll be the token black guy. And yep. we'll fucking... Yeah. We'll, we'll, be, we'll have our own show on Fox News in like a year, bro. I'll be like those... Yeah. Ki- White those... people will always use you as the example yeah. of yeah. why everyone's They'll wrong. be sharing <laughs> us with every... Fu- All we got to do is say, like, talk about how cops are great and we'll be, we'll be used every time people yeah. talk about... The police, it'd be me and you fucking up and talking like the fucking right wing Jesus and Merrill, bro. Uh, uh, man, I'll be like those Cubans loving, loving Trump. <laughs> they, they, they're dying for real black people. Mm-hmm. The, that politician just the other day forgot to log out of his burner account. That, oh, we're gonna oh, talk no, no, we gotta wait. Okay. We gotta, yeah, that, that's up next. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're, they're dying for fake ones. You guys are actual real people of color, okay. <laughs> Because there's only like four of them, and they're all famous. Like, there's a bunch of YouTube. There's those two black ladies who are fucking YouTubers, and there's the two black dudes who are the fucking YouTubers, and they're super fucking famous because all they have to do is be fucking black. Like, I mean, I couldn't live with myself, but like, part of me wants to do that. No, that's like, the thing. Like, I'm like, I'm like 50 50 right now. You know, I'm thinking in my head. Be like, 
like walk out to like fucking run the jewels at my inauguration be like you motherfuckers elected me now let's go fucking i'll be out there with my guns uh, all right. <laughs> Just trying to make bread for the baby, you know? Has there any, been anything that's been super surprising that you've seen in the aftermath of the election? I was surprised that he won Georgia. I didn't think it was possible to literally like two weeks before the election. I, I felt, yeah, I felt good about Georgia. I felt, well, okay relative i felt good about georgia relative to florida i was always hating on florida you know this florida is just a waste of fucking money we should just stop with that (laughs) shit so georgia wasn't very surprising to me well florida will be gone from global warming so yeah but i think the most surprising just how many more votes everybody got both over 70 million it's insane and and so i worked uh an, an election site during election day and the and I don't know if this is, this is my very first time, so I don't have anything to compare it to, but um, I would say it was something like 30 to 40% probably of people that came through to vote. They were registering for the first time or they were changing their registration, but a lot of them were first time registrants and you could see it, you know, when you assume, okay, this is probably a Trump voter. This is probably a Biden voter. Obviously we treated them both just as fairly both sides, but I think that that whole like high turnout automatically means that the Democrats win. It, it was like it was destroyed in real time while I was watching the people that were coming through and voting. So just the sheer volume of people that didn't vote last time for Trump and then came in to vote for him this time. It, it's crazy how disenfranchised they genuinely thought because they probably didn't think he was going to win last time. But this time they've seen it that he won once so he can win again. Um so I think it's that, which is good. I'm, I'm always okay with anybody voting. If we lose, we lose. Uh, but I think that was the most surprising. How, just the sheer volume of people that voted on both sides was shocking to me. How much money did George Soros pay you to fucking throw the Democrats? <laughs> yeah, it is so ridiculously impossible to do anything. Along, unless, unless you're a computer hacker, there's, you can sit there and stare at me all day long, monitoring my election work all day long. There's no way for me to edit votes. There's just no way to do it. So uh, George Soros doesn't really have to pay me to do anything because I can't control anything. It's completely <laughs> out of my hands. I'm just there just monitoring the system that the county has set up to, to work. But I wish he paid me. But I got two days of vacation, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah. I think it's not something that I was surprised by, but I really had high hopes that maybe Joe Biden could flip Texas. I really thought that that was a real possibility i mean it was closer than it normally is in texas already but if he would have flipped texas right off the bat and we wouldn't even be well maybe if he had spent money there and like spent some time there he could have but you know what in 2028 when texas is blue we won't have to worry about this yeah just give it time just give it yeah Mm -hmm. beto is only one man well, fuck Beto O'Rourke. His ass needs to be running for Senate. Shut like yeah, he wasted everyone's time. Like all these, this is a fucking tangent. Buckle up. All these fucking people need to be running for fuck. Fuck like Mayor Pete. Shut the like you're doing great, but shut the fuck up and run for senator in Indiana. Like wherever Andrew Yang lives, he needs to run for fucking senator. Like these people need to go out and like run for an office where they can make a difference 
instead of raking in the dough as a pundit. It's like, like baby steps. You got to like go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And come on. Come on. Because it's a I, booker. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I agree and I, dis- I disagree. The, the big gripe that AOC and um, Doug Jones and stuff have with the DNC, and I agree, when I see the amount of money we pissed away in in North Carolina, South Carolina, and in Kentucky is you can't invest in people. You have to invest in the, in the infrastructure. It's not just, we have, we have somebody who's famous and good looking and is an army vet or air force, whatever Amy McGrath was, but she might as well just lit a fucking pile of money on fire. She was never going to fucking win. And you have to invest in Kentucky. You have to invest in the DNC in Kentucky state races up and down. And so the people, I don't give a fuck. They can fuck off because you have people like Hickenlooper that you don't know very well win Colorado because he was a governor there. Colorado was built up. Arizona, they had two Republican senators like four years ago. And thanks to Kelly Loeffler, is that that, that chick's name? Yeah. That lost no, both no, of the Kelly races? Loeffler's, Kelly Loeffler's, uh Georgia. Oh, okay. What's the one in uh, Arizona? Valley. Huh? Oh, yeah, Martha uh, McSally. No, Martha first, McSally. She's the first person to lose two fucking Senate seats. Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it, lady. <laughs> like you did a terrible How job. How candidate are you? Yeah, but we, it, from what I understand, we invested in the grassroots in Arizona and played the long game, which is what we're playing right now with Texas, to flip it and get it over to our side, hopefully forever. Pe- people, the celebrity side of it sucks. It fucking sucks. Well, shout out. I listened to the Bakari Seller podcast and uh, he interviewed uh, some guy that works for Biden now. And he was saying the same thing. He was like, Howard Dean was talking about this, you know, 16 years ago when he was leading the DNC. And and that's what they need to do. And that's why I think Stacey Abrams should be the new head of the DNC because she knows what to fucking do. And she's like, that's what they, that's what they did here in Nevada. Harry Reid did in Nevada. It took him a long time. But you have to invest in the ground game, like you said, getting people, knocking on doors, registering new voters, and like just putting in the fucking hard work to get people. Like we saw it because in 2008, when we first got involved in politics, that I had so many people texting me, inviting me to watch parties, inviting me to all this, these debates, watch parties, and everything. That's what you need, and that's like that's gotten us engaged till 12 years later. That started our path, and that's what you have to do. You got to go out there and put people and educate them on the, the process, what to do, how to get involved and how to like put their desire to participate into fucking actionable items. Yeah. You can't just throw $300 million into three red ass States and then hope that Amy McGrath and Cal Cunningham and fucking well, Tom Cal Tillis. Cal Cunningham was fucking sending people dick pics. So that's why that <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? To be honest, that's probably the best you can do in North Carolina for a Senate candidate, <laughs> which is just fucking depressing. But but, that, but that's the thing in anything. You got to think about the long game, you know? Like the short game, you could you can only do a couple little things, you know? But the long game is what matters. Dude, even Tiger yeah. Woods' short game sucks. <laughs> yeah, see? Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's all about the long game, you know what I'm saying? How do you think this this whole drawn out process is going to end with the uh with trump denying uh biden victory how how is this going to end i think people need to stop worrying about it everyone just needs to forget about it it's it's over i I mean 
how do you actually think like what is he gonna do when he fight, he's like, gonna concede he's gonna eventually concede he has no other option it's it is what it is his supporters that all these racist bigots cult followers they're gonna hide back in their little holes and we're gonna go on with life as usual yeah i, I agree with that to an extent the the only issue is that again trump's need to make money or want desire to make money is that he's not going to concede necessarily. He's going to blame everybody else for fucking him over. So what he, who we can blame right now is Fox news and Fox news is the place where the most of these people get their news from. You have OANN or OAN that's on some networks. You have Newsmax that I think is just an app or online. And so, yes, they're going to crawl back into their holes, but in those holes, they're going to have a direct line to Trump TV or whatever it's going to be. And he, to, 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 to bring those people on, he needs to alienate them from Fox news. And I see it on Twitter from people that I'm related to and people that I know that are unhappy with Fox news that say they're never going to watch it again. And I believe them. And so they're looking for another outlet. And so you have OANN, you have Newsmax, and then now you're going to have Trump TV. So he's going to, he's going to leave. He's going to, he's going to bounce. You probably won't hear from him for a week you know, up to uh, <laughs> inauguration, you know, up to inauguration and, you know, maybe four days up to inauguration, three days after. And then after that, it's balls out fucking, you know, he, he might move to parlor and then charge for his fucking content or something, but it's going to be fucking it's super it's be funny worse. because all we've ever wanted was people to stop listening to Fox news. Yeah. <laughs> and now that that's going to happen, we might find ourselves into a darker area uh, of QAnon type conspiracy yeah, it just gets and... worse and worse and worse <laughs> i don't know why they can get worse and worse and worse but the left can't we we can't just all of a sudden start doing abortions on street corners <laughs> i just it, it's so infuriating that they can just keep getting crazier and crazier and crazier and no one ever goes you know what the right needs to really move back to the center it's always the left that needs to move back to the center and the center just keeps getting moved it's fucking annoying but i digress uh. No, my my favorite meme was like to get him out of uh, office. It was like Trump peeking over a corner and the, like a, someone holding a Big Mac outside the door. <laughs> I know they they were on overtime, but the the, the the memes because of this election have been fantastic. Oh, yeah, sure. the Nevada memes when yeah. Nevada yeah. couldn't get their count together was the best fantastic. thing ever. I'm yeah. glad I joined Twitter when I did. <laughs> uh, I told I told you I probably told you. Back whenever we did the last podcast, uh, on Twitter, Twitter's where it's at. It's great out here. It's so fucking funny. Like, oh my god, people are hilarious. Yeah. Like, Sean sending me shit all the time because I'm not on. Like, I have a Twitter, but I'm not like on Twitter. And Sean just sending me this shit and like, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Starting it's... to get like dialed in on like the pettiest people to follow. Yeah, <laughs> it it takes a while. Eventually, you know, you have to curate your follows. I don't care about followers because I rarely post. I think I have two followers, but you have to curate your followees. Yeah, that's what I'm learning. Like, I'm starting to find the people who post the most flame fucking takes on everything. And just, dude, like, oh, it's so, like, this. I started following this one guy who he's like famous for his NBA shit and he's like dabbled into politics. And oh my God, like, some of the shit he's been posting, if you're a fucking basketball fan, it's so goddamn Ugh. funny. Uh, yeah, Josiah Johnson at Josiah Johnson. Follow him at Shane Serrano. I'll talk about him more later because that guy every day, like for like the last ever since I've been on Twitter, the, he tweets every morning when he wakes up, like "Good morning, 
and fuck you if you support Donald Trump. <laughs> Every single day for like the last fucking three months. <sighs> That's fantastic. Brings a smile to your face when you're when you're looking when you're doom scrolling your timeline at six thirty yeah. in the morning on the way to the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you roll you roll out of bed is like a cup of coffee. Puts a little yeah. bit a little bit of pep in your step, you know. It's just like oh fuck Donald Trump, fuck Donald Trump. Uh, and he would put people on blast like mm-hmm. people would be like who like who the fuck are you to be saying this and he's like i'm a fucking mexican with money who the fuck are you <laughs> like you follow me i don't follow you <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like i'm a motherfucker paying people like he he had a book come out where uh salusa shade serrano he had a book come out and he was giving it away for free but he asked people to make donations and he made like 300 grand off people buying the book and he like, <clears throat> he like would put up like, hey, if you need help, give me, send me your Venmo. So then like last week he broke down how they spent that money. And it was like $100,000 was given to random Twitter followers who needed money, help with their bills. $100,000 to like the school district in San Antonio where he lives. Like huh. another $100,000 to some other like political action committee that gets like Latinos involved in Texas. Like man he's he's doing the work he, he's he's using his powers for good and he's fucking trolling trump <laughs> it's it's great that's fine yeah so that's him is him rex chapman who i follow that those that's been some of the funniest things i've seen is like um well we'll talk more about one of them later in our petty move of the week but yeah it, it's been great what's the funniest thing you guys have seen the the Nevada memes, like Brad said, all the shit with uh, with the R. Um, Kelly one. Yeah, the, the, inter- <laughs> the interstellar shit. Like this move, this this little maneuver is going to cost us fifty one years. That type of shit. I like the strip club uh, ones. It's like, oh, you guys got like pole counters, and it's like, oh, you talking about strip clubs? And like, yeah. And then they're like, no. And then I'm like, oh no, we're definitely short on that. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely understaffed. Yeah. There, there was one you guys discussed. There was one that I just. When I saw it, I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's oh, weird. the the um, I don't know if I sent this to everybody. Uh, can you read that? Is it backwards? Upper deck every upper toilet. deck every toilet in the White House immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of toilets, though. You know. <laughs> after you, after he fired so many people and everybody else quit, like who does he have on the squad who's gonna upper deck that? He better be. Yeah. He better be eating a lot of sushi. <sighs> and who knows how good that sushi is out there in D.C. You guys see that article about that the White House was starting to smell because he was just like binging on fast food afterwards. Oh, you God. think that was true or no? And that that thing is too big to even fucking smell. And they got a squad of brown people out there to clean it every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, my heart, my heart wants to believe it. So if I was a Republican, it'd be true. But I'm not. <laughs> So, no, I don't believe it. Yeah. That, like a hundred Secret Service members are all quarantining because they all got the fucking Rona. Mm-hmm. All these ridiculous uh, <laughs> gatherings he's having at the White House where no one wears masks. I was thinking, though, like he might be just trying to die of a heart attack or something, and then he doesn't actually have to concede. He just he died in office, and that's the only way he went out. He doesn't want to do it that way, and that's for sure. No, he's petrified of death. I've I've read that that he's he is like really really scared of death. Is that's why he, that's why he's so so orange? Is all the preservatives they put in him? <laughs> he came out today with like white hair. So <laughs> what whatever he's doing, he needs a new injection. 
Yeah. The funny thing is how they were supposed to get divorced before uh, that he got elected last time. And that's why I feel like Milan, they got that fake Melania that they bring out every once in a while. To, they, they have her body double, you know. She, how long do you guys? How long do each one of you guys give this marriage after after the inauguration? I'm sure, they have Two some days. sort of agreement yeah. where she has to stay married to him for like X amount of months until he leaves office, and then she's going to divorce him. Yeah. So are we saying over under less than a year or a hundred days? A hundred <laughs> days? Hundred and fifty days? Six months. Six months. See, the, it, it depends because I hate to be a downer on just the numbers, but it depends because he, she renegotiated her prenup. It, um, this is not fake news. She renegotiated. She, the reason she didn't come down to DC right when he got, right when he got elected and moved into the white house is because she was renegotiating her prenup because whatever was in there, you know, say I divorce you now and I get a million dollars, something like that. She was like, I'll do it right now. And it would have really fucked him up. And so she renegotiated her prenup at that time. And then, and then she delayed her moving down to DC. So then she did. If she renegotiates it again, and he thinks that he needs her for whatever reason, because she fucking hates him like everybody else. Um, so it depends. But uh, all that being said, six months, maybe like a year. So it doesn't look like she did it immediately after mm-hmm. he left. Yeah. So like I'd say like a year-ish. Yeah, because supposedly, like, that's what people want is like a married white man to be a president. Like, it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Yeah, well, and a religious person, too, you know. No, all those people want is someone who's a Republican to be in the White House. That's the only qualification, Caesar. Yeah, it doesn't matter anything. As long as they win, you can be fucking donkeys on the side of the fucking road every single fucking week. So, Sean, let's do this. Let's go to this. Let's go to the right. Let's start doing some shenanigans on the internet. Because nobody could actually believe that he was religious. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Sean, you be president. I'll be VP. People, these good. people will do the mental gymnastics equivalent <laughs> of fucking 10.0s every fucking day for the rest of their lives, lives to justify whoever they have winning. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you can literally fucking come out and like... You could fucking throw babies off a fucking overpass every week. If you won the election, they would make up an excuse as to why that would be a good thing. Overpopulation. Yeah. And, and back to your your whole who, who believes he's Christian. They talk about, I remember this, I had to look it up, but they they they, uh, they say he's, he's like this person named Cyrus that is something that he was a tool that Jesus used or God used to spread the word. <laughs> And this person in the Bible is bad and shit. So, and and you've seen that that most recent shit that that crazy bitch down in I don't know if I'm assuming Texas or Florida um, <laughs> that was that was speaking in tongues, talking about victory, victory, victory. The angels are coming from South America. Angels are coming from Africa. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I saw wow. some of that. Oh my god! Really? I couldn't could go down that fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not once Biden's in office, I can do a deep dive. Once he's sworn in as president, I can do a deep dive on all this wild ass shit. Oh, dude, it's crazy. I'll send you the fucking links. It's this bitch is so crazy. But I mean, you, you know, I've, I've already uh, staked my claim. I'm an atheist. And I think yeah. most people, most religious people are nuts. These people are just coming out of the closet. Like you're saying, most people are racist and they're allowed to come out of the closet with, with Trump. Mm. But the thing about like that's the thing with the Bible, like because the words 
they you could manipulate them so many ways, you know, that they could make anyone look like they kind of like religion or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a Democrat and then you're just yeah. anti-religion. So. No, because like that, that was the reason. So my mom, you know, like, you know, coming from the uh, Latino background, like go to church. We got to go to church all the time, you know, and I would always tell my mom be like, they keep telling the same stories every time. You know, but they just manipulate it to whatever they want to talk about that week, you know, and then she's like started like, OK, what about this about the Bible? And I would tell her like the morality. And she's like, all right, cool. You don't need to go anymore. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, tight. No, smart enough to know. But like the thing, they could manipulate anything. So, yeah. Song of the week, Sean. Sorry, tangent. <laughs> Samantha just made. Fucking grits and sausage and toast for dinner. Okay. Yeah, it looks like you're getting down. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Down for me. It was fucking delicious. I was like, it was just a pleasant surprise. It was super (laughs) good. I, I, this is the first time she's made grits and they were delicious. I've showed her how, Uh because you know, as fucking black man, I I can, I've known how to make grits. They're one of my favorites. Uh I know white people haven't had them or had grit, good grits, but uh, yeah, she made them the correct way. It was fucking delicious with some spicy sausage. And some toast, you know, like a little small, you know, Brenner for Brenner breakfast for dinner. Had some Brenner, so I was I was slightly distracted there for a second because it was. Sorry, Sean, you're doing good work out there, out there in Midtown. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to uh, can't wait to be invited for dinner after all this shenanigans. Well, yeah, I think this is a good time to take a break, Caesar, and and talk about your uh, your song of the week. Song of the week. a little bit of thug and bee action for you guys, just because you know everything's a little chaotic right now. We gotta smooth out with a little bit of a little thug and bee, a little bit of love. So this is the latest song. It's called "Found You" by Ludacris and Chance the Rapper, and uh, it's a nice little thug and bee jam. So uh, listen and enjoy, guys. We'll be back in a hot second. Salud. No filters, no imitation, observations Can sense that you're amazing So fine, wishing that you were mine But know that I'm quite patient It's so divine, intelligent conversation Stimulating your mind, where's my invitation? I kill for the time to stop the clock Pull up to your block in the drop Would love your cooperation Reserve the place in my heart And I'm handling all accommodations I'm so floored, you should win an award For best spirit, I'm hearing you got all my nominations All in moderation Taking it slow, but my mind racing Losing all my concentration I'm spaced out, but I'm reading the signs And when the stars align, you're my beautiful constellation So soft, so soft to the touch Type love that calls fools to rush Type love that comes in the clutch Hey, yeah, hey, yeah I learned it's all by design So delicate, so fine I was lost, but you brought me right back I just fell in your lap I had to follow the map And I found you (laughs) Beautiful creature Complex, overachiever, nice to meet you. My antenna's trying to receive you. Yell action, you're the special attraction, loving all of your features. Get the picture? Proverbs 3 3 4. I'm quoting the scriptures. I found a fountain of youth and you're the elixir. It's the truth and I promise to never mislead you. One of the millions of fans in your arena. If you was a song, then I would stream you. If you was a novel, then I would read you. Over and over, what's the procedure to please? 
<laughs> you such a diva. Woman of my dreams, I'm such a believer. My heart's trying to get in touch, let me reach you. I got food for your soul, let me feed you. So soft, so soft to the touch. Type love that calls fools to rush. Type love that comes in the clutch. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. I learned it's all by design. So delicate, so fine. I was lost, but you brought me right back. I just fell in your lap. I had to follow the map, and I found you. Welcome back uh, to Up in the Mix. Now, that was Caesar's Song of the Week, Found You by Ludacris, featuring Chance the Rapper. Yeah, anything with Luda, I'm pretty much a big fan of, and Chance the Rapper. Um, and, it's a th- and it's a fucking B-jam, so it's tight, you know? It's up, yeah, it's, nice little two-and-a-half-minute little love song there for, for everyone. It's up it's up my alley, for sure. This is all of your cuffing seasons in full effect, so all you single people out there looking to settle down for the for the cold months ahead of time when we're probably going to be locked down yeah. you know boys out there <laughs> it is time to, to straighten up because yeah. hot girl is over you want to get yourself a cozy it's cozy girl fucking winter yeah yeah wrap it up and mask it up <laughs> exactly yeah and don't forget cuffing season and timbo season aka hoodie season all kinds of seasons where yeah see we can yeah. All, it's in full. All, all four of us are wearing hoodies right now. Yeah. I'm in the basement. It's fucking cold down here. Yeah. So it's just like, and if you're a fuck boy, you obviously don't think two steps ahead, you know, like the rest of us. So suck, uh, sucks fuck for boys you. can't even play checkers, bro. <laughs> They're out there I trying. Know, I, know, I know Brad doesn't like Chance the Rapper that much, but Brad He's would. a little too gospely for me. I think that's that's my only gripe about Chance the Rapper, the gospel shit. But but, but Ludacris some, is on some there. Some things, Ludacris, I think, hands down, is one of the most underrated rappers of all time. Because he gets, he's, because his, he's so outlandish, I feel like his, his lyricism gets overlooked because he's so clever with his fucking rhymes. Yeah, clever, yeah. hilarious, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and he's picking up the slack from uh from our boy died in the Fast and the Furious, <laughs> but his mixtape game too, yeah. Like, Are you talking unreal? About- yeah, yeah. And you miss this? Yeah. yeah. What's Jaw thinking? <laughs> Fuck Jaw Rule. Yeah, oh, Jaw Rule. <laughs> That's Sean's favorite. Jaw. Holla, holla. Give me the oh, dollars, God. dollars. It, he would have killed the franchise if they would have put him anything yeah. other than uh, than the one without Vin Diesel. <sighs> God, he was fucking garbage. I don't. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of Fast and the Furious, there's going to be like, I think the last one or two is going to be in the future. The last one or two? They're yeah, going to be making forever. There's, there's never going to be. future? Do you mean 2025? Yeah. No, no, no. They're, no, they're going to stop the franchise, but like, it's going to be they're like. They're not stopping that franchise. I read it on the Bro, internet. Our grandkids are going to be watching Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Just like we're watching fucking Star uh, Wars, seven. <laughs> like there'll be a new actor, and it'll yeah. be it'll be like James Bond, bro. Yeah. Have you heard Have you heard Vin, Di- Vin Diesel's new <laughs> single? That motherfucker is gonna 
make Fast and Furious. He's got fucking mortgage checks to stroke. He's <laughs> never stopping. Never stopping. You think it'll still be about family and Coronas? Yeah, and that <laughs> stupid one cross necklace, like yeah. that cheap ass cross. Well, now you got to say grace. Well, like, it's all yeah. about living. You got to live life a quarter mile at a time, guys. It, yeah, you got to yeah. do that to infinity and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. Uh, it's not how you stand next to your car. It's how you drive your car. <laughs> not double pumping like you should. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. how they're all cool. <laughs> oh, I fucking love them, man. They're the best. I'm happy five came out because five brought me back in. The yeah. br- the, br- oh, the, br- the Brazil I one? I totally off the bandwagon for a while. Like Tyrese? Yeah. Like like Tyrese and this Paul Walker by themselves? Like, nah, Tyrese was a little too much. But like yeah, when Brazil, when, they're like, they're Brazil. driving that car off that bridge and shit. That's Dude. That shit. Good. Every time, every time I see a charger, I'm like, I want to matte black that charger. Yeah, you know. If I like, had more garage space, you better believe there'd be a charger. <laughs> like, I remember, I remember engine. you sent me the, the 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 trailer that had him catching Letty with the fucking car, and I was like, oh, man, fucking like opening night, come on. They're like superheroes now. They do superhero moves in cars. So, I was a podcast I listened to. Shout out to. Dan Lathan and Jamel Hill, the, the down the wire, they were they, they were on a sidebar and they were talking about how in horror movies they always start out normal and then become superhuman as it goes on. And I was like, this is how action movies are. Like if you look at fast, whether it's Fast and the Furious or Die Hard, like they, they you know they start off as normal guys just in tough situations and they just use their toughness and manhood to get it out. They're like, urgh, urgh. and then but like eventually, like at some point, the laws of physics get crossed. And, you know, instead of, but they don't have like the, the premise of the matrix to explain it. And it's just like, you, you have to just suspend belief and be like, yeah, he fucking just flew a car across a 300 foot gap into another building. Three and, buildings. And it, there was like two buildings. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. It's two, yeah, that's right. two buildings. Have Not just seen- one, two motherfucker. He went one, two, three. Yeah. Have you, have you like, seen Hobbs you know, and Shaw? That's belief. even fucking bananas. Yeah, you think Travis Pastrana could do it? Yeah, that guy does some crazy fucking shit. Or, or like when The Rock broke his cast and like started grabbing fucking shit. Like that was that was the moment that when that happened, I was a Fast and Furious fan for life because I was like, this shit is ridiculous. I can't take it seriously, but I'm still gonna embrace it because ten like, year old me would be like, this is the coolest shit ever. Yeah. He flex to break out of his fucking cast. That shit was so fucking hard. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, all right, no matter how ridiculous, I'm, I'm fucking sold. I'm, I'm on this ride till I die. And Handsome Rob does, like, a backflip to block in a car. He does a barrel roll to block bullets and catch a fucking, like, dude, it's been, it's, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's the best. I, can't. I have no idea how we started talking about this, but I'm not, I'm not sad. <laughs> Ludicrous. Ludicrous connects to the fast and the furious. Yeah. 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 I'm happy they brought him back because he was in that shitty one with Tyrese and they they brought Luda back. I'm happy about that one. And Gal Gadot can't go wrong with her. You know yeah. And Han's going to be back. And Han's, my man Han's, who took the L. How are they bringing Han back? That's, we don't know. We don't Did know yet. The trailer? I, I, what do I give a fuck? Like I care. <laughs> you're gonna watch it, Mike. You're gonna watch it. I, I asked like I was concerned about the about the through line. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, <laughs> like I give a shit. 
You're gonna be, you're gonna be super excited. You, oh. and then you're gonna clap. He's gonna be eating you know, his chips. Look at his when they see Han on the screen. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be eating his chips. You know, yeah. still not smoking. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, well, uh, Fast and the Furious sponsor us. <laughs> we haven't had this in a while. Although racism never sleeps, just like New York City. Uh, so this former Republican candidate in Pennsylvania forgot to log into his burner account before he tweeted the other day and you know made an ass of himself so if we if we go to the story here this white congressional candidate tweets i'm a black gay guy and starts talking about how he he basically is pulling what we're advocating for caesar (laughs) he's like everything is so much better under trump i feel respected which i never do when democrats are involved and then everyone was like, hey, bro, uh, you're not a black gay guy. You're a white straight guy because you forgot to log in to your burner <laughs> account. So uh, salutes. We're not going to say his name because he doesn't need any more shine than he is getting. But salutes to that guy for uh, making an ass of himself. <laughs> yeah. And he, and, he, and he shut down his burner account. Like I tried to, I tried to look at it because it's my Twitter search history. So, because people look back and they say they they were saying this is probably his burner account, and that burner account is now deactivated. And he said that, oh no no, I didn't type this in accidentally. I uh, I, I was trying to quote somebody who DM'd me. People were saying, well, all right, show us the DM. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you just quote tweet that? Like we don't know how fucking Twitter works. There's a button for that. One yeah, button. Dan- one button. Dan Purdy was his burner account, but now it's deactivated. You click on you click on Dan Purdy. Oh, he had an avatar, of course, not even a real person. Yeah, yeah. We've all seen Catfish. She was so fucking. I I don't know. It's every time someone gets caught with a burner account, it makes me laugh so hard. Whether it's Kevin Durant, the Sixers' old general manager, or a fucking racist white dude in Pennsylvania, it's great. Mitt Mitt Romney had one, but he had a burner account just so he could follow other people. And his burner account, he was following a shitload of of liberals. He was following people from Pod Save America. He wasn't he wasn't uh, saying shit, but he was just following people. That's even sadder. He was was trying to infiltrate. Yeah. Mitt Romney can't can't have his public account following a bunch of libs, you know. That's another thing. Underrated thing is like. When you see uh, married men who follow all these shitty fucking Instagram and Twitter accounts for like, it's so like uh, Mark Jackson, the old coach, the coach of the Warriors, followed a bunch of fucking Instagram accounts of uh, models and shit. You're just like, do you not know how this shit works? That everyone sees the shit you're watching. <laughs> Instagram hoes, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, that guy's are are this week in racism because yeah, fuck that like, guy. Republicans love nothing more than a fucking minority that agrees with them, even when they have to make one up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there might be a minority that follows him. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, and I don't like, know that what would require them to actually in, engage and interact with one, and they don't want to do that, Mike. That probably yeah. goes. If you see those Republic blacks for Trump signs and a bunch of white people holding them, and you're like, yeah. It probably goes under the skin, and they don't want to even touch us or see us. Well, they just don't have those friends. Like, <laughs> if you're a 50 year old fucking racist person, like it's probably going to be hard to have people like that in your life at this point. Or they could maybe count- in like 2008 you did, but definitely not in 2020. Or they could count yeah. how many colored people friends they have on their hand. You know? Yeah. 
I do have color. I have black friends. And I was like, if you could count them, you racist. I mean, Trump's <laughs> been on that point since the beginning when he was like the African Americans. <laughs> my <laughs> African American. My African American. Yeah, that was, that and he's was down cool. one. Herman Cain <laughs> took took the L. So all he he only has Ben Carson left, and I don't know if he's recovered yet. But he's a relatively <laughs> healthy dude, so he'll probably be all right. Yeah. Uh. Well, uh, Caesar, it's time for world news. Speaking of failures of this president, COVID is worse than ever. It is back like fucking Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back. This shit is just raining fucking death across the country like a storm that never ends. Yeah. Meanwhile, people are still saying it's a hoax. Yeah, California about to close down. They already closed down indoor eating. And I I guarantee in the next couple of weeks, by the time Turkey Day comes by, they're going to be like, no mas, can't do any more shit. And Nevada's going to follow after that. I mean, Washoe County is so fucking terrible right now. Like, we're almost in, like, the purple area. Like, this shit is a disaster. And, like, the, listening to the school board meeting the other night, I was just like, okay, like, you're saying you can't be blamed for it, but you're not doing anything to fucking help it. Like, oh my God. And you have the power at the school board to do it. Ah, Here's my fucking rant of the fucking week. Again, those school board members are fucking worthless cowards that have no business being in any leadership at all. Every single fucking one of them is an absolute fucking joke. I wish I could say it to their faces (sighs) because they're so fucking worthless and scared. Oh my God, shut the schools down. Half of them are shut down already. COVID is raging out of control and it's only going to get worse. They're going to fucking, we're going to go to Christmas break. This shit's going to be out of control. And we're going to, people are going to expect us to come back to work in January. Like it's like half the kids don't have fucking COVID. And that's the thing. And like, like you said earlier, they're just worried about these white people that need that daycare, you know? Did any of them get voted out? I'm looking at the Washoe County thing. I don't know who's the. No, current there was only board trustees. only one who was up for re-election. I see three school district school board trustee district A district E. District two of them, G. two of them didn't rerun, so there were two open seats. Oh, okay. And one was uh, Angie Taylor, who her she's super safe. Like the guy that was running against her was a complete fucking moron who did his like uh, panel that we had in his fucking car. And was unprepared to answer any of the fucking questions we asked that we had given to him ahead of time. So she won easily. Like she won. Like she got like over sixty percent of the vote in hers. Yep, she did. Yeah. You know, and that and like this is the thing. You have kids. You have everyone's like, you know, healthy livelihood in your hands. Like if I was there, I'd be like, no, let's shut everything down. Be, get mad at me all all fucking day you want. Like this is. They have like doctors and pediatricians being like. Even if that is true, they're like eight. The guy was like eight percent of all youth who people under eighteen who catch COVID have long-term health permanent health side effects. Eight percent. So you're like, if all these kids are fucking getting it, that's a significant number of kids who are going to have some sort of long-term consequence of this. Because, it, dude, I can't. Because because you need a babysitter, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 put me on the. I'll be like, no, I don't care. Like, this is the health of like the youth. This is the health of you as well. Because if they get sick, you're gonna get sick, and it's like a fucking domino effect. Like, I'd be like, no, we're closing shit down. Like, 
I mean, they're gonna they're about to close restaurants down. And you're gonna have somehow justify schools being open. It's such a fucking stupid position. I can't yeah. even believe it. Yeah, my analogy that I keep talking about with Kathy because I'm like worried about getting it, even though I'm a relatively young, relatively healthy person. But my analogy is the like the 9/11 uh, like workers that were working down at, at Ground Zero that have serious health complications way after the fact when they were actually down there working. I'm not saying that people that go get COVID and go to school are heroes, but you don't know. None of us know. This could be a serious like trillion dollar, multi-trillion dollar health issue 10 years from now when they find out that everybody needs valve replacements on their hearts and shit. Like I have no idea. I don't think anybody else does either. So it's better to not get it and it's better to do everything you can do to prevent it think two steps ahead like that's the thing you know and like people are worried about what other people think instead of like the safety of what needs to happen it's not being scared it's being fucking prudent yep that's the word how many i don't know what the percentages are but like we all everyone has chicken pox right but we all know like a certain number of people who get chicken pox have shingles for the rest of their life yeah this could be the same fucking thing we're like sure 95% 95% of the people who get it are fine, but like 4% of the people are going to have whatever, you know, like long-term fucking health conditions and 1% are going to die when they have no reason to like unnecessarily. Yep. And, and AIDS, the, you have all this, this cocktail to, to get the virus down to an undetectable level where you're not even contagious at all, but that shit ain't cheap and you're going to have to pay for that stuff. And with, with something like coronavirus, where it's the infection rate's way higher than something like AIDS you're, or HIV, uh, it's, it's going to have serious ramifications financially and, and potentially health-wise health for people. It's, it's terrible. You want to avoid it at all costs. Yeah, it's just, you know, I, I, people are like, America got tired of fucking fighting it. I'm like, we never even fucking tried. Yep. Yeah. It, this shit is raging uncontrollably, and we're all just sitting around here like everything is okay. Where it's like you still have idiots talking. You know, you have people dying on Facebook talking about how they still think it's a hoax. Yeah. No, like uh, at my job, I got a call the other day, and this lady was like, two family members died, and a friend died of COVID. You know, and not just one person. Yeah. And, and it's just like, you know, I'm sorry about that, you know, like, and then she like went on a rant, you know, and like we talked about it and things like that. But it's just like, just because the percentages are small in like the big spectrum and that, and that's what people kind of like look at. It's just small in the big spectrum, but like how you put Sean chicken pox into that, it's the same thing. And like people are not giving other lives as much you know value as other ones like, so. if they were like hey if you go to work you have a one percent chance of t- catching cancer or you have so you go to work and you have a 20 percent chance of catching cancer and one percent chance of dying and a night in a 10 percent chance of having long-term health effects like who would fucking take those odds voluntarily yeah no one would you gotta, you their, gotta, pay, you gotta pay a lot of money if they believe the odds, if they believe the odds, Sean, that's the one thing. If they believe that's the, the odds, no. All of us, all of us know someone young who died from COVID, who you know was yeah. was our age. 
So it's not like, you know, like Caesar's had people in his family. I've had people in my family have it. So it's not like we're, you know, overreacting or whatever, but it's just, it's fucking, it's not like, look, yeah, it sucks. But like, if you don't need to go to a bar, like, why are you out at a bar? You know, like, to, and, I can't, and I, to all the people that go ask, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. Something that every other civilized country in the world has done. It's not impossible. It's, 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 it's just like anything else that, that us in the United States think is impossible, like universal health care, mm-hmm. anything else. Other countries just handle it a shitload better than us, and they have better outcomes than us, and they handle it. And how are we completely unable to handle this? And this is the thing. This is where we need the government. You yeah. know, this is the exact thing like the government is here for is to like help us in situations like this. But the but, people... But you- but the people leading yeah. it and the people making the decisions and the reason they're making decisions is because of like what their consequences are going to be. And they don't need to worry. They need to worry about everyone's well, health. That's the what problem the, is gov- the Republican party has spent 50 years saying that we don't need government. So like when we actually do need government, they're completely unprepared to actually fucking govern or do anything that requires tough decision-making. Yeah. And and it just goes back to people saying like government is not the solution to our problem. It's the it's the cause of all of our shit. If we just all work together and just realize that we're in this together, and the government is the only thing that's that's able to print money and and be able to finance this type of shit, mm-hmm. and we had trust in the government to be able to handle these types of things, then everything would be a shitload shit better. But it's just it's just been decades and decades of of setting the the stage for this disaster. And these people are the most patriotic people, but they're the most ignorant and they don't realize that every fucking challenge this country has ever overcome has been guided by the strong fucking hand of the government, whether financially, physically, whatever, like World War II, the post-war economy, uh, the fucking land grant acts in the late 1800s that gave people land, the fucking transcontinental railroad, the fucking Louisiana Purchase, all the fucking canals built in the early 1800s, all that shit was not fucking financed by private people. It was the government laying the foundation for the prosperity of this country. And they don't fucking realize that. Like, if you take, if you go back in time and you make these people libertarians, America is not, is a shithole country, even worse than we are now. We never would have gotten to where we are now if it wasn't for these fucking liberal people who like made a strong federal government people it's like people didn't have me as a history teacher and they don't know that we did have a weak ass federal government under the articles of confederation and that shit was a fucking disaster like we already went through this and tried it for multiple times and it was fucking terrible people died and it wasn't effective and nothing happened and now 200 years later they're sitting here arguing the same shit fucking the federalists were or the anti-federalists were in 1790 fucking five read a goddamn book you fucking (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then even like america and like the infrastructure of america is like about to break pretty soon and that's gonna fuck us up as well yeah i know it's just most americans never go anywhere so they don't realize that things are nicer else other places Yeah, yeah yeah agreed yeah, like, oh, 
Brad, Brad, you haven't said anything. You have anything to add to this? I know. No, you guys are you guys are doing really well. <laughs> <laughs> the history teacher and the people that read books. I feel like I'm a little out of my league right now. Uh, yeah. No, because it's just like, yeah, this is the... I'm just focusing on moving to New Zealand. Yeah, well, they're, they're not letting <laughs> you, you and everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, like, uh, was it you, Mike, that went to New Zealand for a while? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I went there twice. They have cricket, and they have a functioning government with, like, zero COVID cases. Sign me up. And they have, like, three languages on everything, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they really value – well, two, I think, mainly English, obviously, and then they really value their, their – Indigenous. Their, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so it's all Maori. Everything's written in Maori and they really value the, the history of the, of, of, of the indigenous people. And it's just, it's just a, it's just a great country, man. They got kebabs, <laughs> kebabs. Yeah, they're close to Indian. They got all that the Indian food. Oh, the, 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 yeah. The Indian food's amazing. The Mexican food sucks. It's just the way it is. When you grow up there, I think you don't, you don't crave tacos. You crave, uh, you know, um, non and and buttered chicken yeah. so it's a trade-off it is what it is it's understandable because <laughs> they're very yeah. far away from mexico anyways so you know yeah, yeah you go down there you go down there and open up a gym boys shit you probably <laughs> you do <laughs> we should yeah hey, that's hey, what hey, i'm learning watching all these british shows it's like in the rest of the world their mexican food is indian food yeah. like yeah in the white world like in all these in these other english-speaking countries they fucking eat Indian food like we eat Latin, like Mexican and no. South American food. And they don't no. know anything about it. I no. think Mexican food is unique to the West Coast, even. No, like, I think no, yeah. on the East Coast, you go on the East you know, Coast, it's, coast it's trash. You know? yeah, yeah, it's fucking no, it's my parents, out there. My parents lived in New York 12 years and they like, they're like, we found one Mexican restaurant that's okay. Yeah. No, so it's funny. When I went to London by myself the last time, I was actually, I was like, I'm going to try this Mexican place out, right? And I go in there. And this lady sits, she's like, can I sit in front of you? I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you mind if I like take a survey of like how our food is? And I smiled at her and I'm like, I'm probably the best person that you should fucking survey <laughs> right, right now about Mexican food, right? You don't think she did it on purpose? Well, no, because it was like she did it to like, <laughs> no, she did it to every other person. And I just, I'm brown, so I have not I happen to be like Caesar went to London. He looked like a fucking Middle Eastern terrorist <laughs> with a fucking big uh, ass beard. He did not look like yeah. a fucking Mexican American from the bad. <laughs> but mm. no, but I was just like, and she's like, why? And I was like, I've traveled all over America and I've traveled in Europe and I'm Mexican. So I've had like legitimate food from the motherland and the west coast of the united states and she's just like well, like okay so i'm like eating her like the food and i was like do you know chipotle and she's like i've heard of chipotle i'm like have you had it and she's like haven't really had it over here and i was just like this is what it tastes like it's like a white person <laughs> mexican and she's like really people, mexican food. yeah and then she's like really and i was like yeah i'm like and I like to eat it because I have Mexican food at my house all the time. So, like, this is, like, a good thing to eat out. And she's like, cool. I usually give people just five pounds, and I'll give you ten. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doubling that up. But I was just like, I'm like, you guys have the Mexican beer. It probably costs a shitload to get out here in England and shit oh, like yeah. that. But I was just like, yeah, I was just like, it's like, all right, you know. It's not, like, traditional stuff. But, like like Brad said, it's it's super hard to get 
real west coast unless you're like in texas or you know on the you know southwest of yeah. america All or the in mexico former places that used to be part of mexico yeah, yeah we got bomb ass <laughs> mexican food out here no and it's just it's it's crazy so side side side, side note uh jalisco's <laughs> Super good Mexican food on Moana. It's in Moana, on Moana, where uh, Pinocchio's used to be. Mm-hmm. That place is, is pretty good. Yeah. Lisa. Is it? Oh, all right. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got the takeout from there a couple weeks ago. It was really good. Bam. Speaking of delicious Mexican food, <laughs> you know that's yeah. It's on it's on everyone's mind. It's good. We've been talking about food. It's the food episode. I know. I'm starving. Yeah, I'm trying to get a Chipotle burrito right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, changing changing the subject, the PS5 and Xbox One dropped this week. Mike, I know you were trying to to, to get a PS5. Fruitful. Mm-hmm. How excited are you guys about the new generation of, of video games consoles? I wish I had time to play video games. That's, that's the that's the thing in my life. But you Caesar, what video games do you currently have? What's what consoles do you currently have? So I got like the old Xbox 360, but I do have the Nintendo Switch. And I play like some games on there when I get a chance. And that's what's awesome about being a dad with that is just when the baby's like sleeping on top of me, I can still play a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of Mario Kart, get my drift on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's about it. Like I, I like Xbox a lot just because of Halo. I'm a big Halo fan. And, uh, you know, scared about space and whatnot, but, uh, but yeah. Brad, do you have a game console? You know, I do. I have an Xbox one, but, uh, I would never buy another Xbox ever again. <laughs> Hard um, yeah, well, I mean, the day I got my Xbox one and I created my username, I was automatically banned from the get go because I guess somebody who previously had my username had been banned for stuff they had said. And then Xbox made me pay $10 to change that username. So, and that was after being on the phone for three hours to try to figure out that problem. So I will never buy another Xbox ever again. But in general, I think that I, uh, I get excited about these game consoles and these games, but I know I'm only ever going to play NBA 2K or maybe some Tiger Woods golf and that's about it. So maybe I'll just stick with the Xbox one for now. I mean, I am, although I'm, I'm going to get, I'm switching to PS five. They have better exclusive titles and Xbox just as, as, I mean, I had the Xbox 360 and mine had the red ring of death. Cause I got it right when it came out. So I had to get another one and it's just not, not that fucking good. Like I, I'm, I'm on the PlayStation. I had a PlayStation two had original PlayStation. So. Yep, I use my my Xbox. I have an I have an Xbox. What is it? What is the old one? One. one. Yeah, I have an Xbox One up in the living room, but it's it's basically for TV apps, things like that, like HBO Max, all that type of shit. And I have a PS4 uh, down in the basement that I play video games on, so I'm getting a PS5 to replace it. Uh, so I'm stoked about that. But like Sean said, I've been trying to get one all week, and it's not panning out. So, but you can you can buy, which is kind of cool. You can buy the new games. So like the new Assassin's Creed and the new Spider-Man. And then whenever I can get a PS5, I have no fucking clue. Those games upgrade automatically uh, to, to, the, to the PS5. So uh, I'm, I'm stoked about it. I, I, the, but the graphics are pretty, you know what? D- to be honest, like I've been playing Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla and it's kind of glitchy. And I feel like they're doing it on purpose to fuck with me, to be like, 
Why aren't? Why haven't you bought a PS5? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or and do you have the proper TV as well? Oh, That's I got this old thing. piece of shit TV. That's See, the other but, thing. I was like, I need to buy a 4K TV, even to notice the, diff- the difference isn't that big. Yeah. yeah. But you need that refresh rate too. So like, uh, my sister's boyfriend, he's like a big gamer, so he like sold his old TV because he has to get a new TV for like that that uh, high refresh rate at 4K, and for the for the PlayStation, you know. So like, if you're trying to do it do it all, it's at least a thousand dollar investment because you need the TV and uh, the you know the PlayStation Five and. Yeah. Everything like These that. These kids aren't using TVs, dude. They're buying monitors and keyboards and mouse to plug into their PlayStations. They're not. Yeah. I see. I just stay off. Yeah. I, I don't go online. Like I'm just stoked about the, like Sean said, the PS5 exclusives that are, that are like Spider-Man. Spider-Man on PS4 because I bought a PS4 at the beginning of the, the uh, pandemic and started playing through all their exclusives like uh, Horizon Dawn and the original Spider-Man and. Uh, some other games and and they're legit as fuck and i uh, play them on this but they're, they're just not on ps uh, on xbox the xbox doesn't have i feel like doesn't have as many exclusives so yeah they got like a handful and that's about it yeah, yeah. and i don't like halo that much Halo's fine but unless they switch to open world type of shit like destiny i never liked so well, halo hasn't been good since halo 3 so it doesn't yeah matter. yeah the last two are whack hot take yeah. I don't play that much, so whatever. I play all the time. All I got is time. It's all I fucking got is time. Yeah, yeah you, here, like, you don't got that kid. <laughs> nope. No yeah, kids. From home and like having a student intern. Yeah. I got, the, I got on Steam, bro. I got, I got Steam. Shut the I, fuck up. Did you get a gaming PC? No, no, no. I still, I, so I have uh, a gaming account and I bought a USB controller and I've been playing the old school fucking RPGs. Like right now I'm playing Final Fantasy VI from the original. Uh, so I'm gonna play through all those games because they're right, like ten dollars on Steam, and they have they have updated graphics a little bit. You know, they're still like they're like 2005 graphics instead of 1992 graphics. Yeah. Whatever, like, it yeah. passes the time, and these games are better than half the games that are out now. Uh, Sean's over here with his liquid cooled tower <laughs> with a bunch of lights inside of it and shit. Yeah, I see you, Sean. <laughs> I know what's up. Yeah. Guys, guys with no kids got that money to spare on that shit. <laughs> when I got, I got money going to babysitters every week. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I had more time. Cause it's just like if I don't, if I don't do the switch, I'm, I'm reading a book so I can go to, so I can pass out. You know? Yeah. I'm just trying to keep busy until I die. That's all I got. That's all I got is time. Just trying to fill the hours. Uh, you should be our intern then. It would help, it would help us out a lot, Mike. I got uh, that Xbox Game Pass where you can just download whatever. Me too, me too. Except for my Xbox can only hold like four or five games before it's filled. So you could update it's pretty, it. Pretty worthless. Yeah, you, I think you could update the memory, Brad. Yeah, I think you can do that shit. I got the Xbox game. I got to cancel that shit. I, I tried. Yeah, it was I fine. Too. And it was, I don't know what account it's coming out of, to be honest, because I've been trying to find that 15 <laughs> bucks coming out every month. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck it's coming out. Are they like giving me this for free? I don't know what's going on. Actually, yeah, now that you mention it, 
Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't I know what's going on. In a while, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Maybe, know what's up. They're just going to hit you like, with a $200 bill all of a sudden. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Amazon Prime is just annual, and you're like, December, like, oh, yeah. $30 to Amazon Prime? I forgot about that. It's the <laughs> pandemic. They're, they're deferring payments right now. At Amazon Prime, though, they need to warn you, like, hey, this month, this is coming out. <laughs> Shit, overdraw, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it used to be, Brad, but, you know, like, in my... <laughs> That's a, I don't I don't have to worry about the you know charges like that. It, Must be nice to not lose your job to COVID and uh, have to worry about money. Sorry, well, yeah, sorry, Brad, for you. you yeah, you, you got you got to get these government teat jobs that we got. Yeah, get <laughs> over here. COVID. I don't know. I, this is great. I get to work in my basement all the time now. Yeah, the check still the, clears. Yeah. Go, if you go work for the man, you know it kills your soul, but. <laughs> Oh, it does. And I make a lot less than all my friends, but I still, <laughs> I still got a job. Yeah, you'll make up for it after the next few uh, worth, uh, world-shattering uh, uh, depressions. Yeah. You just, you just keep getting that check. You, yeah. You're just chugging along. Like, they're going like this. And, uh. I'm like the little engine that could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just yeah. like slowly, say, slowly making a little bit like of money. Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the, the, the tortoise is going to win this race. <laughs> yeah. No, I just like if I only made a little bit more money, I'd be a very happy boy. But uh, working for the man, consistency, insurance, family—this was important. Get those, once, once fucking Andrew Yang takes over, we get those fucking freedom dividends. <laughs> the world's gonna change. Yeah. But he needs to run for senate first. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Caesar. The culture. Fourth quarter releases. All these new, all this new music. What have you been listening to lately? Uh, like I said, uh, that new Luda came out. That Benny the Butcher, like the Griselda, like the fourth quarter is very important. It's like basketball. Like people think, like the first three quarters are like exclusively important, but no. Jay Z always drops an album on the fourth quarter. Always doesn't matter if he's gonna drop it this year, next year, or whatever. It's always in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter is very important. So, yeah, Brad, have you heard that new Buster Rhymes album? You gotta check that shit out. I did. You know what I did? You, what, you what, wouldn't like my analysis. T- tell me about it because I let's hear it. Let's hear it. Fucking yeah, let, let's do it because I, I I'm I'm as well. I'm in. I'm is in, he still yoked? Is he still yoked out? Like Matt? Uh, oh, yeah. I think he's just starting to get a little uh, little chunky. He's getting a little yeah. fat now. Um, hey, hey, it's COVID, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that that means Corn you should 15. be that, that means you should be working out more, you know. I think the album had a lot of potential. I think it kind of fell flat on. I, he's kind of all over the place in his messaging. I mean, it's it's literally like one song can have six or seven different messages in it, and it doesn't stay focused on any one subject whatsoever. Mm. It's kind of frustrating. Then there was a song with an ODB feature, and I was super excited about. Like, I thought maybe it'd be some like unreleased ODB track or something but it wasn't it, he just he just uh spliced in some old odb and you know i i think it was there i, I think the features also could have been great and they kind of fell flat too like q-tip i i would have expected a lot more out of him and it just it didn't happen for me well I and mean, he does have the, the the kendrick lamar songs the fucking bang no and that and that and that's the very that's the shiny star. like for me that's a shiny start throughout it because he definitely like samples and resamples like a bunch of things when extinction level event, you know, the OG one, uh, 
was just great. Like I love the Chris Rock interludes and everything. Um, I love like the same extinction level event where it's like, oh, shit's happening and like that guy's voice all throughout. But it's just like like Brad said, it's just like it's it's not it's not on that same extinction level event on the first one. Like continued. Like yeah. he might he might have just called it extinction level event two and he had like similar samples. Like um instead of uh Janet Janet Jackson, he had Mariah Carey, you know? And things like that. But it just it didn't it was it's good, but it didn't hit as good as extinction level event did for well, here, me. Well here here's the thing. I heard the first two singles first before I listened. So the the, the song with Kendrick Lamar and the other single Anderson Pac. Yeah. yeah. Those songs are bangers. But then when you listen to the whole album all the way through, none of the other songs sound like that at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, super, I was like, wow. Like it's, so I thought going into it, I expected it to be super good because those two first two singles were so good. Mm-hmm. But after listening to it, like all the way through multiple times, I was like, those are kind there's not that many good songs on here. Cause they had yeah. one with like, like, like the, there's been much better albums released lately. Yeah, I thought I thought that this would be one of those albums where if I listened to it for the second time or the third time, it would grow on me and it would be better. But it also didn't happen, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I will give it a fourth shot, a fifth <laughs> shot, yeah. but uh, and keep hoping that it grows on me. But it's it's not. Here's, here's my analogy. It it's a baseball one. Buster Rhymes is like the home run hitter who bats fifth. He doesn't hit for average. He doesn't get on base a lot. But he hits like 30, 35 home runs every season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like well, his he, delivery is unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, that's never gonna change. He when he gets a hit, they're fucking great. But he doesn't he doesn't make like that consistent good music all there's a lot of fucking filler and things you can skip over. Yeah. But the bangers are fucking bangers. And you know, that's that's what he does. Yeah, because like, like back to baseball, he's not a number two or three batter, which always gets on base. And always, you know, does it. He's like the DH, the designated hitter, who's there to smash those home runs. Yeah, he's because, a five or six hitter. Because he's, he's, he's not the top of the order hitter. Mm. You know, he's not a Kendrick Lamar or Jay Cole who's batting second or third. You know, he, he's the further down the lineup, but still valuable. Yeah, because they had that. He had that Bell Bev DeVoe, you know, feature and sample, and it, it just like it just felt a lot from all over the place. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how funny. I felt too. And it was just yeah, like it was everywhere. It wasn't. It's not laser, but like yeah, there's no overriding concept that ties it all together. Yeah, no. And and that's the thing. And like like you said, Sean, the first two singles, fantastic. Like the one with Anderson Park, we played on the show. Like where they're like battling it out in the video. Like that was great. And then to hear Kendrick and Buster on the same track to talk about like certain things, like that was fantastic too. But then, like, I keep listening, and everyone says it's great, and I'm, like, trying to listen and listen again and trying to see what people are trying to, like, get out of this. I think people are just more excited that Buster Rhymes came out with, you know, Extinction Level Event 2 than what was actually on the on the records, on Wax. I think we all need to start any, mm. any record that comes out with Anderson Pock, we need that to just always be a standalone record because... It's going to be good. 
you yeah. know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it might have been on the Joe Budden podcast or something where they said it like Anderson Pock is like hot sauce, you know, like anything you put them on, it's going to taste better. So we can't, we so can't use a record by that features Anderson Pock as the one that we that guides our expectations. Anderson Pock is like the perfect fucking member of uh, any superhero team. He do, he never has his own. Like he does have his own, but he doesn't have to be on his own. Like he can be complimentary. Also, he can stand by himself, and that's why he's so great. Like you, it doesn't matter who he's made music with. He always adds something of value. He's like a great. Yeah. He's like a great star who doesn't have to. You know, he's not like Russell Westbrook. He's more like, you know, Kawhi Leonard who can do whatever you need. Oh, agreed. I was uh I was just listening to this podcast featuring Blueprint. Um and he kind of opened my eyes to how we stream music and stuff now and I think that that's the the hole I'm falling into. I think we're over consuming it to where we take it all for granted. We don't really actually listen to any of it. We're just always on to the next. So I think I'm going to join the hipster crew and uh, maybe have to invest in a record player. So when I invest into a record, I actually have to listen to it because I paid money for it. And I'm going to listen to it over and over and over again. And I'm going to find a reason to enjoy that record. So, but it was a really good interview. I have a record player, Brad, and you know, it's annoying as fuck having to flip it over every fucking four songs. No, nope. <laughs> but that keeps, that keeps you, that keeps you interested in that record. Mm. No, it doesn't. I haven't played my record no. players since COVID started. <laughs> but no, but but there... I do think that I overconsume music. Mm. Like I'll just, I could, I could just go through an album that everyone talked about, listen to it one time and I'll be on to the next album without giving it a second listen. Or I might just do it while I'm like, doing any mundane task where i'm well, not think, really taking i think you're album mistaking in. i think you're mistaking uh like it being available with consuming it because yeah i play music more to the background more often but like i also still sit down and listen to like a whole album with purpose yeah and, and that's yeah and, i don't know that i take the time to sit no, down and listen and, to the, the and that's the thing purpose. once leia goes to sleep and if i there's this album i need to really consume that's when i consume it you know, because, like, I always play music and put music around the kid. But, like, as soon as she goes to sleep, I pick, like, one album because, like, that's pretty much what I have time for, you know? One album, consume it, put on my, like, my good headphones, like the ones I have on now, and literally indulge it, listen yeah. listen to it. And then, then sometimes I'm like, okay, I got to listen to it one more time, and I'll listen to it back to back. And I was like, that's do you think it's like easier to forget about that album because it just it's in a digital library versus a physical no, library? No. I make playlists like mm-hmm. I fucking constantly am updating different playlists and I go through these albums and re-listen to them to be like, what's so like? Here's the flip side of it: when I am playing that background music, I spend a lot of time going through these other albums, finding the best songs to add to that background music. So like those songs get played tons. So like to me, it makes me go through more because like when I am li- like, you know, I go on my walks. So I have a playlist for that. I have a playlist for like when I'm driving. So those playlists are super curated and have been like taken from these albums I love that I like took the time to go through to find the songs that I'm going to fill my life with. So I think mm-hmm. like that's the flip side to that argument. Yeah. Like some people, it makes me, I listen, I consume more music than ever 
and I pay attention to it now more than ever because it's so easy to mm. stream it. And like for me, I, don't that, know, I guess it could be subjective. Yeah. though. I mean, everyone's different. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Cause like for me, I keep going to that Benny the Butcher album, you know, because like that Benny the Butcher album, the more I listen to it, it more makes me feel like there's a little bit of a, of J reasonable doubt. And then there's after that, like, it's, and that's the first part of the album. And I've like digested it so much that I'm just like, you know, just like chopping into it and just like, because it's, it is available at, to me all the time. Yeah. I think more people listen to more music, but people who would been, who, who would have been huge music fans anyway, are like, the more music I consume, the better I feel like I am at like judging it. And I go back to these, I'm like, I go back to these albums, like Run the Jewels 4. Like that album is fucking amazing because I keep listening to other shit and I'm like, this doesn't measure up to the, to like what I was listening to before. And it lets me know, like when I listen to this Buster Rhymes album, I'm like, all of Griselda's shit is better than this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's because I've listened to so much and I'm listening to all this shit all the time where I'm able to be like, when I hear something new, like, okay, like, this is all right. This is good. But like, you know, we're just, the more you consume it, the better you are at judging it. And but the more right, that's you true. are, I mean, but there is other people who like hear it one time and then throw it away, yeah. you know, but like there, there is like to both sides, but to people like us, you know, I think the trade-off is that in general, though, more people are going to hear your music. Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. not getting paid as much. But like someone like Griselda 20 years ago would have been underground, but only like the mm. top hip hop heads would have heard of it. It's kind of like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, with Royce, Joel, uh, Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. So like Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse came out now, Brad. They would be fucking gigantic. All fucking day. All fucking day. But they just came out a little bit before this happened. Because, like, they seriously, at that time, pretty much had, like, they had Eminem backing them. And, like, the four, like, one of the four best lyricists on the East Coast, you know? You're just look and at someone one, like Rhapsody, mm-hmm. who, 20 years ago, Rhapsody never would have been winning a fucking grant, like, getting all the accolades she is. Like, with Cooley High, you know? Yeah, like, she... But it, it, there's more opportunity because so, so there's so much music being consumed. There's just more places for people to fit in. Like, yes, like I'm not going to like streaming is terrible because the artists don't make enough money off of it. Mm-hmm. Like that part is undeniable. But I feel like as far as getting your music out there and consuming it, like it's definitely better than ever. And you reach way more people. I'm not saying I want to stop streaming music because obviously I'm not going to buy every album I listen to. That's, yeah. that's absurd. No one's ever done that. Um, Napster well, was around when we were younger. Yeah. No, no LimeWire was around. We, we all stole music. <laughs> but, you know, the, the albums that you do want to enjoy, those artists that you do love and you do care about and you want to contribute to and see prosper, maybe it would be a good opportunity to... Yeah. to purchase their their stuff you know or yeah. you know what you should do like i mean in normal times you got to go to their tours and you got to buy their fucking merch yeah i always try to do that like even like caesar we went to pigeon john we were the only ones there yeah i gotta I, buy a t-shirt i got I'll, I'll buy it or i buy their like special release uh record you know vinyl or i buy a fucking sticker or a bandana or whatever you know like yeah that's how you that's it because they that's where they make their money mm-hmm. see that and that's how you got to support them 
it's super sad did you guys see the spotify feature where they're asking you to like contribute to their cash apps and their paypals and fuck spotify you know what we all <laughs> what we really need to do is we all need to fucking uh get i have a subscription we all need to get a subscription to title because title actually pays they pay like four times more per, per stream than spotify does someone made the point they're like typical fucking thing like the black owned business pays the black artist more but no one fucking supports it like spotify it's like 0.006 cents per stream and title it's like point it's like two or three cents per stream it's so much more fuck fucking spotify because they're playing joe rogan's fucking bullshit man like that they're strictly paying that guy and that guy's fucking crazy now joe, joe rogan's gone off the rails that dude yeah his- <laughs> he has Proud Boys. He has the shittiest fucking people on his podcast. I have never been a Joe Rogan fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> that guy's shameless. Yeah. Fuck, he fuck had Spotify. Alex Jones. He had. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Alex Jones, Contrails, fucking gay frogs. Fuck, fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. We can Kanye West. Yeah. This guy's giving. <laughs> This guy's giving oxygen to these people who need to be fucking snuffed out. Like, yeah, he's it's because he's doing DMT the entire time. He's and mushroom. The podcast. Yeah. He's like this makes complete sense to me, of course. <laughs> and yeah. all of his fucking fault, like he's this t- he's a typical fucking white guy who like just like tries to play neutral and says like, "No, oh, bro, I'm giving everyone an equal chance, man." Like, I'll take sides here. And you're just like, shut the fuck up and have some critical thought, man. Yeah. Like, you're this false equivalency where you're you're giving every shitty idea equal fucking standing to good ideas doesn't hold up to anyone who has any ounce of fucking logic and reason in their mm-hmm. being. Like, get the yep. fuck out of here. Anyways, let's, let's move on and take our next... Or before we go, let's take a petty move before we take a break. All right. Petty move of the week. This guy, all the people, I just want to, from the warmest, <laughs> the most sincere thank you to all of the people on social media who are sharing videos of these Trump supporters fucking crying and on their knees. Like, Shay Serrano, like, he shares, again, you guys need to follow Shay Serrano. He shared a fucking, like, supercut of, like, all these people and Trump supporters crying and everything. They're fucking big mad. Like these people, like there was one dude, there's one guy like collapsed on the street, fucking crying. Like that just shows you it's a cult. Like never in my life have I cried when a political can- candidate lost. You know, like I might have been lost in the sauce and cried, you know, when the Niners lost the Super Bowl on fourth down play on the goal line, or when the, the Giants won their first World Series, or when the fucking Warriors won the championship. But like I'm not a political candidate i'm not fucking out there fucking crying so everyone who's sharing this shit like salutes to you and all these people be like oh you need to be gracious blah blah blah, blah. shut the fuck up like but, it, but if bernie got that 270 you'd cry but that no would i be crying would I, no i would have been out there like in your fucking faces let's go out there marching to fucking bring all this fucking communism on bro uh, yeah uh, it's about time fucking marxism let's get this shit going <laughs> I would have been fucking handed out communist manifestos uh, to everyone uh, like, uh, drinking vodka fucking learning uh, Russian yeah, there's no amount of vodka that get me fucking drunk enough to fucking celebrate that 
But yeah, uh, uh, I love that, it. That's our petty move of the week. It's just everyone taking <laughs> joy in uh, Biden winning and 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 sharing the anguish of these cultists of, of Trump supporters. Oh my God! You know what? You know what they got? They got they got Biden derangement syndrome. <laughs> they think they think we're out here. We're gonna we're gonna destroy the suburbs, which I kind of want to do, and that we're. And that we're gonna we're gonna socialize everything, which I kind of want to do. Yeah. <laughs> None of it's gonna fucking happen. Y'all just calm. The yeah. Fuck. I mean, I'm still waiting calm on my George Soros checks, you know, for like all yeah. the fucking shit we've been doing. Yeah, I've been marching. I've been working the elections and shit. Ain't no checks coming through my door, fucking guy. Uh, like I, went, I tweeted, I was like, so when does the fucking socialism kick in? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's just be. Yeah. I mean. I don't, have you gotten your email yet, Sean, on when we're supposed to go start tearing down George Washington monuments? Because I was promised <laughs> that was what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, I saw a tweet, I liked the tweet you did where you're like, I was promised something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was supposed to be no God. Like, uh, but, you know, Biden, Biden went to church the Sunday because like CNN and Fox News and everybody declared Biden the uh, president-elect on Saturday. And then how did these two candidates celebrate on Sunday? Biden went to Catholic church to do the, do this thing. And Trump went to go golf in his Virginia club. And I was promised no God. So I I don't know why (laughs) Joe Biden is already breaking his promises to me. And he hasn't even been inaugurated yet. I'm not okay with this. Yeah. When are we burning down? When are we burning down the suburbs? Yeah. When are we confiscating everyone's guns? Yeah. When, when are we fucking letting China come take over the country? Like, when's all this stuff kick in? Uh, yeah, I'm getting. Fu- I, I'm tired of this shit. It's been a week since he's been <laughs> president elect, and we haven't moved on any of these serious issues, which is the one reason why I voted for him. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just getting bummed out. Disenfran- I'm not. Dis- I'm getting disenchanted. I feel like change isn't coming in coming quick enough. Democratic uh. Party fucking tricked us again. All the fucking all brainwashed idiots. They fucking tricked us again. Uh, They're not taking anyone's guns. But anyways, my song song of the week. Tying this all back in (laughs) is Look Over Your Shoulder by Busta Rhymes featuring Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar alone's verse. I I already watched a video where they dissected it because it is out of fucking control. His rhyme schemes on the song. Uh, like I, I'll never forget. We were sitting in band practice once, and I was playing some Kendrick Lamar, and and Kevin was like, "You should rap like this, Sean." And I was like, "Kevin, if I could fucking rap like this, I wouldn't be sitting in this motherfucking garage listening <laughs> to these stupid fucking requests." And also, word around the grapevine, Kendrick Lamar has low key like six albums already recorded. That's what I heard. I saw that. Like, like I, Prince, I, when's all that shit gonna get released? Well, it's it's, it's like Tupac, cause like Tupac was like a workaholic too, and that's why like so much music came out after he died. But like, yeah, like if if Kendrick comes out with shit, they should do like a Kendrick Prince meld. Yeah, put it out there in the universe. These are making it happen. Anyways, Prince Kendrick, Tupac, listen to the song and enjoy this fucking beautiful great. Yeah, I know. It's been a minute. It's been yeah. a minute.
bizarre was Stacy. How bizarre my battle scars at large would lace me. Big marbles, nigga. I lead this new generation, boy, don't argue with us. Marvelous beat selectors, authors, and novel spitters. And it's all for the literature. And it's all for the hideous, the nastiest flow, the chlamydia. Uh. I ain't afraid to say I need My life is like to have open mics of hopeless notes. I write for show my folks you like soon as the flow get nice to vote to guys that scare MCs. My prototype forever read my share of these and RIPs. You know my type of style is like my everything. Apparently, my appetites they famish, bite no hand that feed the culture. Vulture die and bleed. My focus, holy thoughts and dreams. Control is pen. Look over your shoulder. Boldest lines and rhymes and things. Devote my time and mind. It seems I'm supposed to shine. Remind the king. Provoke the blind and bomb. Defeat the pros. The cons of diamond rings. A vote with time. But I'm bring the soul divine and cross. Between what's yours and mine's the gold, the green, the roof that showed just what it means to grab your court, divide the wind and fly before my vocals. For hip hop, look at my ziplock, bag full of goodies, you Chris Rock. Hit the pookie and pit stops, it's poop socks, baby, you a hell of a drug. Just look over your shoulders when they fuck you over, it's love, I know ya. Father, I spit a saliva that's leaking the lava, completing the saga while meeting and greeting and beating you niggas completely cover. Extremely barking the nigga, you see me, you deeply carve up a nigga, believe me, graffiti, your armor, you heebie, you jeebie, bikini, your brother, you give me pain, now give me this other, but treat me and greet me and meet me with arms up. So sweet when I speak, heaven's deep, it was deep, I was sleeping on the guards up. Hmm. Upholding the fundamentals while most of you both surrender. Focus on what's most essential. Spit bars to provoke your mental. Do I have your attendimiento? While I clap these raps like thunders, look over your shoulder, boy, and wonder. Motherfucker, okay? He can go all day. Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's song of the week. And it was Look Over Your Shoulder by Bustin' Rhymes with the, the guy with no neck and Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> he is getting yeah. chubby. I, I watched the video. Yeah. yeah. He, he used to be <laughs> swollen. We saw him chubby. like a year ago in, in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And he was 
he was fucking i was like yeah. god damn this guy is on like that thor like that thor fucking workout like he was so fucking yoked but yeah, yeah. i mean everyone is most people are getting thicker during the covid so yeah. him too like whatever yeah. Now he's on the fat Thor workout. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good one. Lady ladies still love it, apparently. <laughs> and but this album and that song is just ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, the sample with Michael Jackson is done great. Um just young Michael Jackson pre fucking uh whatever child molesting Michael Jackson. Young young <laughs> young Michael. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Prepubescent Michael Jackson is great. And then you have Kendrick Lamar comes on there and drops the one of the most ridiculous verses I've heard in forever. It goes on for like a minute. It's like an Andre 3000 mm. verse. Yeah. And then, you know, it goes back into the hook with Michael Jackson and you forget the Buster Rhymes can spit fucking fire too. As and he well, comes yeah. back on and does a ridiculous verse. You know, by far, this is the home run of the album. Like this is the shining star. This is the reason in 1996 that I would have bought this paid... Twelve ninety nine at warehouse for one song for this song alone you know now i don't have to do that but it's a fantastic song mm-hmm. yeah and like we said before uh the song break like kendrick has like about six albums worth of stuff and i can't wait to even one comes out you know so yeah there's a few there's a few artists right now that are just I have complete faith in Kendrick Lamar is one of them. Run the mm-hmm. Jewels, you know, LP and Michael Mike are another one. J. Jay Cole. Cole. Mm-hmm. Jay Cole's been on a roll. Rhapsody's been on a roll. There's some people who just been on everything they drive. You're like, damn, this is fucking great. And yeah. I can't wait until Kendrick Lamar, even though we're talking about Buster Rhymes, until Kendrick Lamar drops <laughs> this, this album. Hopefully even- it doesn't become like the Chronic Part 2 or whatever Dr. Dre's never released album. In 30 years from now, we're not <laughs> talking about when he's going to release it. But I am a little, like like we were talking about, a little disappointed that this is Extinction Level Event 2. Because, like, the first one was just so fantastic. It's hard yeah, to back. You put it, that label. It, it, like, it's hard to, like, back that up. And, like, the same thing with Dre. And, like, how how are you going to come back from the Chronic? You know, you can't. Like, it's not going to be the Chronic 2, like, how are you gonna come back from that greatness that you like came well, out? Well, he did make he did make Chronic two thousand one, which was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. We're digressing. Mm-hmm. Let's let's move on to the meandering questions. We got some <laughs> new questions here because all of us have been on the show before. Mm-hmm. We've all asked and answered the regular questions, so we've got some hot takes for Reno and some other things for because we're we're knowledgeable. All of us live here. All of us are grown men. We have some knowledge. We've accumulated and experiences mm-hmm. over the years. So we're going to share them with our listeners. So the first question, what is the most overrated restaurant in Reno? Eggs, glorified ham and eggs. It's fucking oh. ham and it's in the name of the stupid restaurant. Glorified ham and eggs. It's fucking eggs. But their skillets are awesome. Shit. Get fucking out of here with your like I, I cook eggs differently. It's in the name. It's literally in the name. It's glorified ham and egg. That's the most overrated restaurant so, in Reno. I so can't like, argue that. No. Pigs pigs was good back before Reno got good restaurants when exactly. you're like, oh, that's a breakfast restaurant. Mm. Now that we have actual good restaurants, no shit is weird. Yeah, the bar yeah. like cause I set the standards for like a restaurant with their Benedict. 
if they got a good sauce, you know, like that's my standard, you know? Yeah. And, that shit you can't make at home. You're not making up a hollandaise at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. And like back in the day, pegs, you know, young BMX kid going to pegs at like six in the morning before a road trip, you know, like fantastic. But now that we like, I've traveled and had some good shit. Pegs is like, yeah, agreed, Mike. Damn, all three of you guys same restaurant, huh? <laughs> no, I was just agreeing with him. What's yeah, your... okay. I there's a couple. I think. Uh, well, this one's not particularly from Reno, but I think Laughing Planet is way overrated. I think that yes, is the most is. what? Agreed. That is the yeah. most bland food ever. Agreed. Like you could eat cardboard, it would taste the exact same. And it it like, takes yeah. me three burritos to get full of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Haven't yeah. eaten Laughing Planet in fucking three years. Because yeah. yeah. That place is way overrated for sure. Yeah. Caesar was yours. Tokyo sushi. So, is, oh, I feel like you're going to be, this is personal right here. No, no, no. <laughs> and it's not, it's not just me. Like the sushi is like, it's like good, but it's not like crazy. Okay. But their service is like yeah. the shittiest fucking service. And I understand why they get so much foot traffic. Cause they're like on the edge of midtown. All you can eat, you know, but like their service brings it the fuck down. And also like, it's never consistent. That's why for me, Hinoki is my jam. Oh yeah, obviously that place is great. And Hinoki, shout out to Homeboy because he used to work at um, uh, what was the one off Skyline? Haroba. Haroba. He was like a manager at Haroba, and then he started Hinoki. Him and his other homeboys, and he even comes out every time I'm there. He comes out and makes sure everybody's good not just me but like everybody service is fantastic at hinoki and the the fish is also great but tokyo is just like everyone like rants about it and it's just like their service is just whack as fuck every time and then their fish is also sometimes it's good sometimes it's like okay so tokyo is my shit i'm i'm gonna say mine is fucking noble pie Ooh. I've been on, I've been on I've been on Noble Pie rant for a while from the, Yeah. Mm. The wings the wings are good, but the pizza is okay. fine. So I, that pizza that like I would rather have fucking round table pizza. No, round table's legit. No. That's why it's so good. Round table to me is the baseline of fucking pizza. Yeah. And Noble Pie doesn't even fucking meet that. All of mm. these fucking hipsters and fucking people rant and rave over that. That pizza has no fucking seasonings on it. It is fucking terrible. So this is the thing with me and Noble Pie. When the wings are cooked properly, they're fucking fantastic. Yeah. But the majority of the time, because everyone's fucking doing rails in the back and all kinds of fucking <laughs> shit, I know what goes on in the back and it isn't consistent. And then the pie, the pie is never fucking good there. Never fucking good at like, Noble look, Pie. They have their, their wings are fucking great. Their calzones are fucking great but like they're a pizza place and i never i i can't even remember the last time i ordered pizza from that place yeah no. i go for the wings yeah like yeah. like jt loves to go because it's right by public house you know and i'm like he's like you want anything and i was like do i want to chance it on the wings you know because like when the wings <laughs> are when the wings are good at noble pie they're fantastic 
like the fry, the fry shows or whatever. Or, back or, to the fries. Yeah. And the fry shows are all like are also 50 50 half the time. That's the thing. There's like, no consistency. Because I know what goes down in the back, motherfuckers. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Delafoto knows the streets. Look, I like I like their location, their midtown location. It's a mm. nice place to yeah. sit at. Whatever. Like their pizza's fucking overrated. Yeah. I would say noble pie, but we've already covered that. I mean, I would say uh whatever the, the Portland pizza place is that's sizzle the, pie. Sizzle, sizzle, wah, I would wah, say sizzle wah. pie, but that place is fucking we've already shit on that yeah. place in Maybe it's all these Portland places. CC's Coffee's got shitty service too. CC Coffee's is not even here. Dare speak bad about Pine State biscuits though. That place is okay. But have you had the the cornmeal pancakes? That might be the worst meal I've ever had in my entire life. Well, first of all, why are you getting cornmeal pancakes? I understand you get the chicken and biscuits. I understand the biscuits and gravy. Their gravy is fantastic. Very peppery, that's like and that's how Poppy likes it. Hey, I totally food. agree. I shouldn't have gotten it, but I did. <laughs> like, at no point it's... ever in my life have I been like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get the fucking whatever, not buttermilk fucking <laughs> Brad, you I fucked up off the bat. I love pancakes. Pancakes should be buttermilk, have blueberries in them, or bananas. <laughs> if you have anything fucking else listed as an ingredient, I am fucking hard passing. And also, Sean pre-cuts his shit. Yeah, Reggie Deluxe, though. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. You know what? And the, Here's the pro tip. Get the fucking gravy on the side so you can dip the fucking sandwich into it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome mm-hmm. fucking Rico. And, like, yeah, peppery, peppery gravy is the jam. Yeah, if your gravy's not peppery, get the fuck out. Exactly. What, Especially what breakfast gravy. Especially breakfast. Gravy. You, what am I dipping it in milk? Nah, I'm dipping it in gravy. Give me that pepper. All right. On the flip side, what's the best restaurant in Ringo? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's that's a tough one. I'm gonna say right now, Raf Scallions is the best restaurant in Reno. That place is legit. It's Although all, they didn't no. manage their clothes right now, mm-hmm. so we'll see if that changes. But Raf Scallions has been my favorite restaurant forever. It's my parents' favorite restaurant. We go there all the time. Uh, Smith and I went there like the last for our anniversary right before this closed down. That place is my favorite. It's super good. It's a classic, old fashioned, high quality fucking restaurant. You yeah. gotta dress up to go there. Mm-hmm. Every place else in Reno, you see some fucking dude wearing <laughs> fucking dad jeans with some fucking Asics fucking tennis shoes and a Nevada Wolfpack sweater. No, I want to go there where you have to dress up and at least try a little. No, bit. what's funny? <laughs> I told a lady about that today. We were like, cause like the birthday party was kind of like right by there. And I was like, I got to take you to Rap Scallions. It's a little fancy. I got to save a little bit of cheddar because, you know, you got the filet and the, and the lobster on the same plate. So it costs a little bit of, you know, a little bit of bread. Yeah. It's expensive, but it's worth it. But it, it is fantastic. The wine selection is also great as well. So I agree with you on that, but I don't eat it all the time. That's just the thing. Uh, my favorite's Wild River Grill. It's, it's, it's always, it's always good. And my boy Rado works there. He's, he's awesome. He's like the, I think like the daytime manager or something. Wild River Grill is, is legit. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how Rapscallions turns out after they get through the renovations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. Wild River Grill is great. I, I, the first time I went there was on a date like fucking 12 years ago. 
I remember being I remember I remember being amazed at how just the fucking chicken was. Yeah. I was like, this shit is delicious. The food is delicious there. The service is great. Yeah. I, I have no complaints with that. That's a great thing. And Big I'll, patio. It's it's yeah. awesome. Also, side note, in the back room, they used to have a little bit of hip hop show sometime back in the deep, oh. back in the deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Oh hey. Brad, I can't, I can't even, dude. I haven't been to a restaurant in so long since COVID hit. It's, it's well, hard to think of right. one. Yeah, and I'm not fancy like you guys. Like I'm, I'm okay with going to the Flowing Tide for happy hour. You know, getting some six dollar chicken tacos. Their and, happy hour is good at Flowing yeah. Tide. Yeah, <laughs> Flowing Tide's real. got a big menu. It's, yeah. it's good on the real. It's good. Brad, I want you to think of this like you do hip hop. I want you to get your fucking super salty elitist fucking attitude. Restaurant <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah, Brad. Let's let's go on a let's go on a tour pretty soon. <laughs> Just me and you, because there's only two people, and that's that's legitimate for COVID. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's a Mexican place out in where is that part in North Valley's? It's like uh, Stead or something, right? I forget. What yeah, it's that uh, what is it, Tacos Jalisco. Yeah, people love that. Mm -hmm. Bro, that's Dude. the place I'm talking about. They have a Dude. new Brad, that's the place I said they have a new location on Moana. It's super fucking good. That place is amazing. Like their jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon, probably the best thing I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Then you can get the margarita with the Modelo upside down in it. <laughs> Never had one of those. I, you probably oh, that know that sounds that's tasty. I've, I've, I've had plenty of those in my lifetime. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's legit. Uh, I think that that could be one of my favorite ones to mm -hmm. go to. Yeah. Sure. All right. So the next one, um, let's see. Best video games you played in like the last 10 years? So for the current generation of consoles, Xbox One, PS4, what what are the best video games? Witcher 3. Okay. I tried. I, I need to replay that. I couldn't get into it. But I, everyone says it's so fucking good. I, I feel like something's wrong with me. It's so universally acclaimed as good. I feel yeah. like it's wrong with me that I can't get into it. It's so fucking good. They made a they made a series out of it on Netflix. This shit, Witcher Three is so. I never. I didn't play Witcher Two or Witcher One. I don't know what the fuck's going on with those. But Witcher Three is the best video game ever. If I could start my life over again, and I would pick right before I turned on Witcher Three. I got all kinds of babies here right now. The only oh, game that I got into outside of. NBA 2K or Tiger Woods was a uh, <laughs> Fallout 4 was the only one that I've really that one submerged is myself yeah. into. Yeah. That was another one I started and never got into. Get him out, yeah. I feel like I don't like open world games that like if they're too open world, it's just if there's just too much shit to do and it just gets overwhelming. No, like like yeah. Zelda on the Switch like it's very open world and like it is fun, but sometimes it's just like I gotta I gotta run so much. Yeah. And look at this body. Don't do it. Don't do cardio on a regular. <laughs> what are we gonna do cardio <laughs> in a video game? Give me a yeah. Break. Like sometimes with open world games, it's like I spent eight hours on something that has not nothing to do with beating the fucking game. Like yeah. I've been <laughs> weeks, I've forgotten why I'm even playing this fucking game. So I'm on this fucking side quest that has nothing to do with anything. Mm -hmm. But my favorite game in the last 10 years that I've actually played through was probably Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That, that was That's the best Assassin's Creed. Like I'm playing through Valhalla right now, and, and the uh, that's the Egyptian one, right? No, uh, Odyssey is the Greek one. 
Oh, the Greek one's legit. I like the I like the Egyptian one. The Egyptian one was good too, but I feel like the Greek one I I played like the the DLC and shit and and yeah. it all, all like most of the side quests and it was very satisfying. And then it, the visual <laughs> it was just visually gorgeous too. Yeah. I think that was it. Sean, I don't think I've ever been to your house and not seen you play Rocket League. <laughs> like no, you were playing true. that game constantly. I I, look, I play Rocket <laughs> so League all the time. Yeah. So that's got to be your favorite game. I didn't say. I said it was the question was best game. <laughs> Rocket League is a fucking great game, and I'm gonna play it the rest of my life. I fucking love that game. I was playing it earlier. I'm I'm pretty fucking good at it. I'm like just below the level of like. The, like professionals the people, the people who play in tournaments like if i if i like dedicated time i could like start playing tournaments so if like, you took I, a sabbatical for like a year you can do it and practice it yeah yeah okay and so yeah it's it's like it's to the point i can't play with like my like brad we tried playing and stuff i'm my level is so high <laughs> like, it, it just fucks up the fucking matchmaking <laughs> Because Brad was a beginner and I'm so high up, it was like two medium skilled players. No, just yeah, it's so. uh, So, one of my things when I'm at the Honeycomb Hideout, Sean plays Rocket League and I'm lost in the sauce commentating on it. (laughs) That's what usually happens. Caesar, remember when we were going to be commentators at Sean's softball games? Let's. I'm. I'm so down (laughs) to be a commentator right now. I'm trying to be Charles Barkley up in this shit and just talking shit all day. Terrible, that, that, that's, all, that's all we wanted to do. We didn't want to play softball. We wanted to commentate softball and drink and drink Mickey's forties and, and drink forties and say this is this is straight terrible. They're terrible players. Terrible. I think I'm retired from softball. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, you're old. You got the bad hip. We understand. We understand. <laughs> but we could comment on Rocket League. Yeah. Maybe we can come back and do a kickball league. Uh, I got thunder thighs. You don't want to fuck with me. <laughs> Uh, what is the best movie you've seen in the last 10 years? And I'm not going to answer this because I don't think I've seen enough to be qualified to answer this. So you guys are going to have to take this one. <sighs> best movie in the 10 years. So I'm going to say for me in the last like two years, the gentleman that came out and that was with like uh, Colin Farrell was in it. Bugsy Malone's remember how we talked about that. And it's like a English gangster movie. And it was kind of relevant to kind of like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Like Guy Ritchie did it. And Guy Ritchie yeah. did have a couple failures in the past. Like um, King Arthur and things like that. But the, the Gentleman was fantastic. I was going to say, that's the last movie I saw before the pandemic hit. So that makes me happy because that movie was great. That movie, like <laughs> the storytelling, because I love storytelling... And in that movie, fucking great. I, I like I liked uh, the King Arthur movie with uh, by Guy Ritchie with like the dude from uh, Sons of Anarchy. I like that shit. I, I Chris Helms Chris Helmsworth is that no Chris? No no no. I don't. Know. I, I forget his name. Jacks from, uh, from Jacks from from Jacks from Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that dude's name, but I like that movie. Now I guess like my favorite movie <sighs> over the last ten years. I, fuck, I don't even know if, if if this isn't in the last 10 years. I like Lucky Number Slevin. Uh, that's like 
one of my favorite movies. But if that's that on the last movie, but I don't think that's last ten years. Yeah. That might be like two thousand eight. Yeah, I love space, yeah. and and I watch The Martian like probably once a month. I, I saw it, so I no, love The Martian space is movies. good. Yeah, I love space movies, and that's like one of my favorite space movies. So mm-hmm. probably probably The Martian. But it's Charlie what Charlie Hammond. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies, mostly just the shows on Netflix. I try to get lost in, but uh, I did enjoy Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Oh, that was a movie. terrific that, movie. Yeah, that, that that's was a great a movie. Mm-hmm. Especially the ending. The ending. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. Because I'm, I'm not a person about happy endings. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it's like in Goodfellas with like De Niro's character. He goes after the like the villain. He roots for the villain. That's what I do all the time too. Yeah, that movie was like uh, what's the one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Alec Baldwin and Matt Damon? The Departed. Oh. Departed. Now, that that was as shocking as The Departed when that when what goes down goes mm-hmm. down no spoilers like yeah. that that movie yeah Uncut Gems is good I I watched that during a during a COVID and yeah that was a stressful mm-hmm. night yeah <laughs> no when when a show or a movie makes you stressful that means storytelling is good yeah, the anticipation the like the build up like it's good like. And that's what I love about movies. But yeah, like the, um, like the gentleman, the gentleman got me in edge of my seat the whole fucking time at the movie theater, and I was like rooting for the bad guys and the lady. What I know when I'm getting wild at the movies when the lady's like shut 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 the fuck up, because <laughs> I'm like, just like in, in it and excited. Either, whenever you're rooting for the bad guy in any of these movies, you always know it. they don't win. We we don't we know because we know how to take L's. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, so this, this next question was brought on by a conversation I had with a bunch of people recently because guys, you need to step up your fucking healthcare game. So how do you guys wash yourselves? Do you use a rag, a loofah, a brush, or just a bar of fucking soap like a savage? And do you use body wash or soap? I'm going to start. You want to start? All right. Yeah, I'll start. If I'm in a hurry, I'm just going to use a bar of soap in my hand. Like I'm in a rush. I got to go. But I do have the Dove's Men loofah with the body wash. That's, that's how you exfoliate and get really into it. That's that's what I do. Okay, so so here's mine. Oh, man, this is going to take a while. If you no, 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 it's not, it's not. Use the bar of soap first to get that initial, initial grime off, right? And then after you get that initial off, use the loofah, your little body soap, boom, boom, boom. Get get the excess, exfoliate. You know, like you guys said. After that, boom, tight. Then you do the face, head, boom, done. Just just a bar of Irish Spring. That's it. <laughs> actually, that's yeah. a, no. Actually, that's what I got in the fucking bathroom that, right that, now. That's it. Just no loofah, no nothing. That that's how I have money for all these fancy dinners. Yeah, but like you, no, if, but just if you cut if you cut back on all this loofah and body wash bullshit, you can take your girl out to some nice dinners. Yeah, but you do the bar soap first to get that initial grit, and then you do the loofah, do your body wash of your choice, get the exfoliation going, boom, 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 clean it off, smell gorgeous. If then uh, you do the face and the hair. So I'm a recent convert. I was I've been at Irish Springs, fucking bar of soap. I, I had a loofah for a long time for a long, and then like on special occasions I would use 
body wash. <laughs> but, Get the undercarriage for the special occasions. Which shit's going down. <laughs> shit's going dis out. So look, I, I have recently been, I, so I've always used a rag. I'm not a fucking white guy. I don't use a bar. I've always had, so I use a rag. And I, I use, a, so I use body wash now. And then I also have like a, uh, a brush mm-hmm. for like the back and like for my legs and feet. I have a brush for that, but yeah, I, I can't, I, if you're just using a bar of soap, come on. Exactly. Step your game. The next question is like, what self-care products do you use? Because until recently, I used a bar of soap for everything. Now I have separate, separate face no. wash. So I wash my, and it's, and, and it's a beard wash too. So, so I use a body wash for the body. I have a face wash slash beard wash for the face. And then I have like, I have lotion. I, you know, I have lotion. I have foot lotion and I have fucking, uh, Face, face shit, moisturizer shit I put on. So for me, like self-care, I got this uh, great cocoa butter lotion because you got to stay hydrated. You know, Oh, my lotion is expensive as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you got to get that cocoa butter, the shea butter, anything with like butter in it so it it seeps into the skin and keeps you moisturized. But then also a lot of water because you got to do inside from inside to out. People don't understand yeah. that. Like, a, like a, if you drink a lot of water, your pores are cleaner. Everything's good. Like, yes, I get lost in the sauce, but I get more more liters in the body with H2O. <laughs> <laughs> and then a good cocoa butter, and then it's fantastic. And always think about your feet in the wintertime for the summer. You got to lotion the feet in the winter with socks to keep that moisture in. So by the time summer comes... Your feet are fantastic. Yeah, back in the day, I used to have hard, callous feet that I thought were like. Now my, I, I know I got foot cream. Like my feet are all sensitive and fucking mm-hmm. soft and fucking moisturized. No, and the shit. the ladies like you. You do a lot of self care. I was like, that's how that's how you stay mentally stable. What about you guys? I guess I'm not old enough yet. I just I don't have none of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are you guys are way above me right now. Um, yeah. Sometimes I put lotion on my right elbow. Sometimes it's dry. <laughs> Literally, that's the only place I put lotion on, and and that's it. But you guys fucking up. You guys are savages. I'll <laughs> use some. I'll use some beard oil if I like start getting a little too itchy. <laughs> I'm tell- look, I'm telling you guys, I yeah. watched too much Queer Eye. Like, I started using I started using this face wash a few months ago, right? And I'm like, holy shit. My face feels fucking good when I touch it now that I don't use Irish, this harsh ass fucking soap no, on it. No, no. I have like a nice face wash and I like touch my skin and I'm like, wow, my skin no, feels it, good. it feels great. Yes. No. No, it, you guys fucking up. Just like do some no, self-care. If, do some if, self-care. If the, it's fantastic. If the skin knows all it's getting is that Irish spring, it's not a, it's not a snowflake. It'll handle that shit. It'll be like, that's all I'm getting. I guess I better make do. Where you guys are getting soft if you guys start using all this all this cocoa butter, face lotion, foot lotion, all this shit. Like my feet are fine. There's nothing wrong with my feet. They're strong, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I, you guys are you guys are you guys are babying your shit and you're turning no, into a bunch of just bunch wait till the wife you start using some cocoa butter on your feet and you rub against your wife and she's like, Oh, it's not exfoliating exfoliating my skin. 
Right, your feet aren't exfoliating her fucking leg when you rub up against it. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. My feet are fine. Yeah, this is why you guys don't have time either. I got all this time to play PlayStation. You guys are in the bathroom rubbing lotions, different lotions on all sorts of different parts of your skin, blowing all this money. I can afford this PS4 or PS5 and have all this time to beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I'm not spending my time hanging out in the bathroom for 45 minutes a day. I'm not even in the bathroom 45 minutes, like 20. First of all, I'm sitting in my my room in my chair next to my bed. But second of all, I'm telling you, it feels fucking great. You could go pro at, at Rocket League if you just knock this shit off and start fucking focusing, Sean. <laughs> or be the governor of Nevada. God damn. Oh, man. Hey, when I, when I fucking look as good as I do now when I'm fucking 55, you know, like. Oh, oh I'm going to be dead. I'll have that, my, so. my fucking five minute bare minimum skin routine fucking thing. Because oh. I. I'm not putting Irish soap on my fucking face every day. I don't think it's. I don't think it's actually Irish. To, to be honest, I don't think so. Like, because like, here's the thing. I can remember like when I would uh, when I'd wash off, my skin would like feel kind of dry and rough, and I thought that was what clean felt like. But no, it was just fucking super dry and fucking scaly because all the nutrients and everything had been stripped out. Now when I do my face, I'm like, oh my god, like my face right now, even my forehead, I'm like, oh my god, it feels so good. It fucking feel good. I fucking act yeah. good. Like, now you see the light reflecting. It's I'm telling you guys, self care. Just take, just get, just get a fucking face wash and start lotioning every day, and you'll notice an amazing difference. And drink I put a- my trust in Kirkland. <laughs> Cor- corporations, the people who are looking the most after you, Brett. I'm telling you, man. Like, I'm going to start getting fucking manicures and pedicures soon. Dude, manicures are fantastic. I'm telling you. Don't let me get a little bit of money. If they, if Biden, if they fucking forgive student loan debt, (laughs) massages and many petties. If they give me $2,000 a month, woo! I'm a a grown-ass fucking man. I do not care. (laughs) I am fucking secure in my masculinity. I will have the manicures are behind my fucking fingernails and toenails and get me feeling fucking great all the fucking time. I'll get lost in the sun before I do it and enjoy every fucking second. I'm a little weird about my toes, but manicures all day. Yeah. Get me looking clean, bro. (laughs) Fucking fucking weirdos. You know what I thought just now? I thought if you guys have seen that Seth uh, Rogen movie (laughs) with uh, the pickle movie. Where he talks about how his grandpa thinks he's a fucking idiot and a fucking pussy, like that. Yeah. I was thinking that right now too. But you know what? It's a pro- it's progress, okay? Like we can't, like we're not fucking going out hunting our own food. <laughs> we can go and take care of ourselves a little bit than yeah. we used to. You guys are savages. Yeah. Sorry, man. One day we'll. One thing. There. One thing that I've learned from COVID is like I'm taking care, better care of my. I'm eating healthier. I'm exercising more. And I'm fucking moisturizing my fucking skin <laughs> and the rest of my fucking body over. Yeah. That's why that's why black don't crack. Yeah, if the revolution comes and I die young, fucking fighting for the freedom of us. <laughs> be for your soft ass skin. That's what's gonna fucking stop it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a pretty ass corpse. <laughs> like, we're gonna go raid this town. They got a bunch of fucking cocoa shea butter, and I'm fucking feeling ashy. 
Like, we got to fucking take over this strategic resource right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sacrifices will have to be made. That's why, Sean, I'm always going to be your VP, dog. <laughs> fucking Secretary of Defense. All day. Pa, pa, pa. I guess the moral of the story is brown people take better care of their skin than white people do. Sure. Or they just have to, because if I was ashy, you would never know. Because it's That's the same. Like, nothing is more like, look, the kids <laughs> roast each other enough. I can't be fucking ashy when the kids are roasting each other, and then be uh-huh. like Richardson. I mean, pull my, I pull my pant leg up. Be like, you see how you see how fucking moisturized my legs are, bro. You need to get on this game, bro. Yeah, the lady sometimes pulling up my my pant leg, showing him having fucking ashy fucking ankles and shit, man. Treat yourself sometimes. You gotta treat yourself. It's good. Yeah, just once. Just I'm I'm telling you, bro. Just I bought like Nivea for men face wash, and I never used it. And I started using it a few months ago, and I like within a week, I was like, holy shit. This is how your skin's supposed to feel. And every guy's going to know this. Guys, we all know, like, the ladies feel fucking so soft when you touch them. Mm-hmm. It's because they're, they're fucking properly moisturized. That's, that's the difference. Agreed. They're so smooth and soft. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes. We digress. What do you want to end this off? Fuck boy? Are we going to do a fuck boy? Well, first of all, Syslak has the Rona. Yeah. Sad. Hopefully he gets better. Yeah. yeah. But, well, I mean, are we wrapping up? So a couple of things. Alexis Hill got fifty-six percent of the vote. So that's good. New Washoe County Commissioner Devin Reese got fifty-four percent. Beat that fucking Buck Eddie Lorton. Jenny Breckis looks like she's gonna win by like a hundred votes or so. So that's good. Oh, yeah, we didn't uh, even talk about the that shit. Yeah, I'm just trying to wrap it up. Just trying to I got my little list here. Uh Biden wins in a landslide, three hundred and six votes. That's uh, 306 electoral votes, same as uh, Trump won by. So obviously that was a landslide when Trump won. So obviously it's a landslide now that Biden won. <laughs> Hello. And I'm um, putting out to Universal Lexus. You need a uh, photographer? Holler at your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Washoe County in general. Yeah. yeah. We live in a blue. We live in a blue area town in a blue county in a blue state in a blue region. So it's it's good. Minus that Mark Amadeo. Yeah. Yeah. That that's people bitch about that, but we have four congressional seat. We have four congressional representatives, and three of them are are uh, are Democrats. So seventy five percent. We've done enough gerrymandering to to kind of mitigate the uh, the Republicans that come out of this state. We keep a crip out here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, you know, just handing out L's left and right in the state of Nevada. We, we might have taken our time doing it, but yeah. we were very thorough. Took care of business. It'll be the same thing yeah. with Texas in like 10 years. Yeah. There we go. We'll get there. God willing. God and fucking Bun B willing, Caesar. Bun yeah. Bizzle. Sorry, sorry, Bun sorry Bizzle. to interrupt. No, it's no, fine. No, that's perfect. Um, yeah, Syslak has the Rona. Mm. Our fuckboy of the week, Jeffrey Tubin, getting fired for pulling out his fucking wang, his meat on a Zoom call. I just, like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, does that guy not have the easiest job in the world? Just don't jerk off in front of a fucking camera. And you can just go on TV and spout whatever the fuck you want to. Whatever. Somehow he got on CNN. He was like a writer for New Yorker, I think. It's like, it's the easiest shit, right? 
somehow people have valued your opinion where you just write bullshit. And I don't even know what is. I've never read any of Jeffrey Dubin shit, but I heard him. I mean, he's he's no uh, David Chalian. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just random fucking dudes and chicks on TV talking about God knows what. And he somehow figured out, he cracked the code and was able to do this shit. And then he fucks it all up. Great job, dipshit. Like, you could wait till that meeting was over. <sighs> fucking, what the fuck? Like, what, first of all, what are they talking about in the meeting that you're able to fucking maintain that and enjoy yourself anyway? That's like that's like the fatality move in Mortal Kombat. Like, pull out the wing. Yeah. Super busy or something. <laughs> He's like, shit, man, I got a CNN fucking Zoom call after yeah. this New Yorker Zoom call. I ain't got time for this shit. Like, yeah, good job. I mean, salutes him to even be able to fucking perform that function under those circumstances. <laughs> I feel like kind of deserves a tip of the fitting. Because <laughs> I sit in a lot of Zoom meetings. That's the furthest thing from my fucking mind. Uh, Sean's tipping the fitted to the wing. <laughs> Brad, did you, you heard about this, did you, Brad? Yeah, I did. Of course yeah. you did. I don't think anyone. Didn't hear about that, but. And the funny thing is, there was already another video that happened earlier in the pandemic of a guy doing the same thing, where like the people like he was he had muted the call, so like people were like calling and texting him and like being like, "What are you doing? You're still on camera, like you're fucking watching porn." Obviously, like that had already gone viral. I feel like back in like June or July. And this guy still fucking gets caught doing it. I guess that's why I'm just not surprised by these kind of things anymore. It just seems to be happening more and more often. It's the internet, Skynet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lock it up, man. All right. Speaking of locking it up, let's lock down this episode. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Share the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Up in the Mix 1. Subscribe on YouTube at Up in the Mix and share us with a friend. Tune in every Friday night for our show, 9 to 11, 97.7 Cable. We're on all streaming platforms, and um, our voices are delicious. I don't know what to tell you guys. Before we go, I want you each to make a prediction. In four years, blank will be president or president-elect. In four years, I hope... Kamala Harris is president or president-elect because that's the way I think that this was designed. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was I was looking this up on who you know who's going to run in 2024. Assuming that Biden in like two years goes, I'm going to bail. I'm out. It's definitely Kamala is going to be running, and I feel like it's going to be the same thing with like Hill Dog, where it was it was her and some dusty ass motherfuckers. Bernie's too old to be running against this shit, so yeah. maybe somebody from the progressive left, but probably Kamala is probably what we'll have. Yeah, I'm down for that. It'll be fine. I agree. Mm-hmm. In no, four totally years, Kamala Harris will be president elect of the United States, yeah. and like- we will be having the same conversation, laughing. At the fucking Trumpsters, yeah, and their their tears of of anguish. No, yeah, no. hopefully they yeah. hopefully they put them back up again. That'll be great. No, even Tanya, baby mama, she's just like, I'm so happy. We have a woman, a black woman, vice president. Yeah. It's overlooked because we're just so happy to have anybody but Trump, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Why is everyone overlooking it? I'm like, It's just because the Trumpito. Like, what are you gonna yeah. do? But you know the, the same- thing I want to see. I want to see a debate where she takes on fucking Trump 
Because that shit will be fucking golden era TV. Hey, yeah, I, I would have said the same thing, and then I saw the Mike Pence debate, and it didn't live up to what I expected. Because because Mike Pence is fucking great at like just being and deflating the situation. Trump, yeah. Trump would fall. She would fucking destroy. She's a former prosecutor. She knows how to fucking work an audience and do that shit. She yeah, would destroy him. He he would drop the end bomb out of out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah, he would be so. And, he would make him so mad. Yeah, he would. He would do something wild like that. Because yeah. her her smile, like, will make him drop it. You know. Yep. Because her smile is fantastic. I love it. And she'd be so condescending to him, and like, not give a fuck mm. when he's saying that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's o- It's Oakland, baby. It's Oakland. What are you gonna do? You and know? for all of you who say she's a cop or whatever, Kamala Harris was rated the most liberal fucking senator in the Senate. For like the last, like, four years, mm-hmm. more li- she was rated more liberal than fucking Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren by independent like people who judge such things. So I want to put this out into the universe. Up in the mix, we'll moderate that debate. Oh, so, yeah. So goes Washoe County. So goes the nation. It's fucking important. Yeah, and also mm-hmm. like if we moderate the debate. Hands are gonna get thrown. We're, we're not fucking mutant people. Nah. They'd be like, "Hey, bro, you trying to cast these hands? You need to shut the fuck up." Be like, "We're here trying to respect each hurt, other. Bro. We're trying to respect each other up in this bitch." Don't don't make me fucking come over there. It'd be like my classroom, mm. except more hardcore. Like, yeah. hey, bro, it's not your time. To, who's I'm talking right now? Are you trying? <laughs> did you not hear me talking? I need to come over there. What are you going to do? I'm going to come over there. What are you going to do when I come over there? It's going to be me, like me talking to Leia all day. Hey! With that deep ass voice. Are you going to yell, you made you made them with your dick like you do? <laughs> be like, I made the child with my dick. I'll fucking take you out as well. <laughs> I can't wait until she's like 16 arguing with you. Be like, Yell's I made you with my dick. There's no response. <laughs> I made you with my dick. What do you got to say about that? And your little chump ass boyfriend right there. <laughs> Grab your fucking ball. Like, dads, I'm not a dad. I don't have kids. Dads, why isn't this the go to move? You just grab your balls and be like, I made you came from right here. Go sit down. Because it's like super inappropriate. You'll catch a charge for that shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, now and yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be all well, right. On that, we're going to end this episode. So if you're st- still been listening, thank you for listening. This has been a great time. Yeah. Mike, Brad. Thank you guys. Thank for you for coming. Us. Thank Thanks you for having us. It's been fun to hear and uh, digest everything that's happened. Yeah. yeah. Remember, avoid bookings. Avoid bookings. Don't catch a charge. And listen thoroughly to hip hop. Yeah. Tip and the tail. Hydrate, hydrate your skin and take care of yourself. Yeah. Drink a lot of water, cocoa butter. You'll be straight. Two things. <laughs> Peace. Salud. Bye, guys.